Weirdness follows me wherever I go. Weirdness seems to know me even better than I seem to know myself. I'm someone else. Look into the clock beside my bed. Am I really keeping time or is it only keeping me instead? Go back to bed. Ladies and gentlemen, I cannot believe I'm about to say this, but welcome to the stage, Trixie Mattel. She is a wonderful person, has a lot to offer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been talking to Brayden? Uh, yeah, we well, you know. Yeah, we Bray, Bray noob. We're following on out. Instagram. We're all over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tracking this relationship. <laughs> Thank you guys for having me. Oh my God, Thanks. we are we are totally gagged and thrilled to yeah. have you on. Uh, you. Slayed the season. I I can't wait to talk about your album. Yeah, um, because it is so good. We have uh, lots to cover. Yeah, for sure. For yeah. sure. For it sure. feels like. I mean, this is it's such an interesting time to be talking to you because obviously a few days ago you won this little TV show called All Stars. You know, RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars. Um, your album is chart topping on iTunes, and I yeah. feel like everything is about to just like slingshot out into the world. Yeah, I'm trying to have Amy Schumer's 2015. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. the year. That's what I'm hoping for. You need, yeah. a, you need a leather special. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, um, I could wear what BB wore for her Redemption Runway. That leather special. Oh, oh that. There you go. Absolutely. Please <laughs> yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so that being said, being in this like weird little period of time where you, you just won Drag Race, your album comes and coming out, you're about to go on tour in about a month. Yeah. Like, I believe the word's iconic. I think that's yeah. what I'm going towards. <laughs> yeah, epic, Two, iconic. One word, a legend. A legend, a yeah. Legend. yeah. Um, what is this, I mean, as a human being, what does this feel like? Oh, it's cool. You know, I didn't start playing guitar at 13, you know, at my kitchen table with my grandpa because I thought I would be on the front page of iTunes. Right. And I didn't start, you know... <laughs> Drag at 18 at the Rocky Horror Picture Show because I thought I would win Drag Race. Oh, that's so, how you started drag. Yes. So, you know, it's 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 crazy to be recognized and have things work out. I mean, for me, musically, I would write that music for my own human development anyway. Mm-hmm. So to package it and gift it to people, um, I guess th- that's cool. I would write it anyway. Right, right. So to take this thing I would have done anyway mm-hmm. and then share it with people and have it work out is like, I mean, that's a wig snatch. Yeah. <laughs> and the day, I mean, the day I won Drag Race, I mean, if you watch the clip of me at Roscoe's, mm-hmm. I did not know I was going to win. Fully didn't know. So, so talk about that. Yeah. You, they, they filmed two different... They filmed three. They filmed two endings and a tie. What? Holy fuck. So I also didn't know if it would possibly be a tie. Wow. Between you and Kennedy. Yes, because I, I did finish with one more win than her. And one less time in the bottom, but it's also the finale was a lip sync, and Kennedy's the lip sync. You know, she's the Beyonce of lip sync. When she right. did Green Light, I mean, I just died when yeah. she did Green Light. Yeah. Even in a, a lip sync like Green Light, where she's not doing flips, she's right. amazing. Yeah. yeah, it was amazing. So I was like, she might really just like bury me. And honestly, <laughs> if I lose a lip sync to Kennedy Davenport, I don't feel bad about myself. Yeah, nobody should. <laughs> right, right, right. It's like, well, that it stands to reason you probably might. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And she's. I mean, I just. It was one way or the other, and I was kind of like, I was more. I was worried that I would lose and then I would 
feel mad or sad and it would be like people in my face with the iphone watching me like react to being oh, a loser God. again oh, yeah fuck. Oh, i was yeah. more preparing for that so when i did win i didn't know i you know i was just slack jawed pointing at the screen like i couldn't i mean <laughs> i saw that video yeah, yeah. that's exactly what it was i was just yeah. so happy you yeah. know and i knew all year what was coming i knew who would make the top two yeah and i knew who wouldn't okay and yeah. i knew how audiences might feel about that so i also was ready for all that too there was a i mean like yeah regardless of whether you won or not you knew there was still going to be some response because yeah. of the whole shangela thing and well shangela ben. people were upset that shangela didn't make top two yeah who are the two queens in the whole episode who think who says shangela should go to the top me and thorgy right yeah yeah right <laughs> i walked into that room sat <laughs> that, that shady bitch shangela right. they said who should be in the top lip sync with you and i said shangela is was and always will be an all-star yeah I mean, I'm the one who said pick Shangela. Yeah, right. And right. they didn't. So that's what's funny when people are like, "You robbed Shangela." I'm like, "I fought for Shangela." Right, right. I tried to get her lipstick and get the, and get it in their yes. hands. Yeah, I was. I had a gun. To, they didn't show this, but off camera, I had a gun and I was like, "You guys." <laughs> but like, that's the th in the Kitty Girl number when I was watching the episode, it was like anybody could win. Yeah. Yeah, I would like when that door snapped open and Kennedy looked at the camera. I was like, she could win. Yeah. Right, you're right. I wouldn't totally. feel bad about it. Totally. Right. And yeah. like BB had never, BB had basically been in the bottom once, mm -hmm. and it was by default because there was only five of us left. Yeah, yeah. She had to be because someone had to be. She's consistent. Yeah. And she's won before, and I was like, wow, a winner twice would be kind of kind. It'd be so cool. Totally. Yeah. Totally. yeah. And then Shangela, you know, she won the most, and I was like, she's. And then at that point in the competition, just looking at track record, I was like, well, she's the one to beat. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, track record is or, drag race is not cumulative. Yeah. Drag not race anymore. Has, drag yeah. race yeah. has reached a point where you make it to the end. And then it's based on how you do in the last challenge, really. Right. Mm -hmm. right. Yeah, the race is about getting to the end, and then yeah. it's a whole other game. Yeah. 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 And I always, what worked out in my favor this season was I always said, of course, we have to impress the judges, but the judges don't pull lipsticks. We do. Mm -hmm. So if I don't win the challenge, but everybody sees me do well and not win, people remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Or mm -hmm. if I land in the bottom, but the girls pulling lipsticks were like, I don't think she deserved the bottom. They're not going to pull my name. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's more important to impress the other girls in the workroom. And, you know, that's that was important to me the whole time. Yeah. But you didn't and then, know that that jury was I pick. didn't know the jury was going to happen, but I said it the whole time. I don't care if the judges don't like it. They're not the ones even picking who right. goes home. Right, right. They're basically judging some lip syncs yeah. every week and some outfits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Why do you think the girls chose you over Shangela? I don't know. I mean, I gave a really good sit down moment mm -hmm. I gave really good you know I was like I didn't win drag race like BB I didn't go to the top four like Kennedy I didn't I wasn't on two seasons of drag race like Shangela right and even when RuPaul told me twice in season seven that I was not a drag superstar I was like that's an alternative fact right <laughs> right right well and I think in and that I think to a room full of queens who had recently lost drag race I was basically like, I've realized I'm not scared of drag race anymore because now I realize losing doesn't make me a bad drag queen. Yeah. You've it been proof of that. Yeah. It doesn't. Yeah. I, yeah, I sure. would love to win, but I'm also not going to, I don't feel bad about losing to these girls mm -hmm. the same way I wouldn't have felt bad about losing to any of them. Well, you right. know, on the way here, Colin and I were talking about how even from the show, we get that you're also a drag race fan. And that, like, you kind of get the show as a show as well and appreciate all the other queens. And all the other the queens in the top four seem just more competitive than you are. I'm not. <laughs> I know that's probably, you know, I'm, I'm sure, like, uh, you know, 
somebody from some VH1 World of Wonder would love to swoop in and be like, no, say you're competitive. <laughs> By nature, I'm not very competitive. Yeah. And I'm not used to competing or being evaluated ever. And yeah. I normally don't care. So to have to outdo other people and be judged on your performance, that's not my environment. Right. That's Kennedy's environment. Right. That's Shangela's environment. That's BB's environment. Mm -hmm. Actually, BB probably... She has enough confidence. She probably is like, they're evaluating us. Right. I didn't even know that was happening. Yeah. <laughs> I know it, on that show, it probably came off like BB is like, uh, be, like um, unaware. Mm -hmm. But BB, I mean, shouldn't we all feel like BB feels? Oh, we've talked about that before. Yeah. That just to walk through the world like BB. And even so, some of the comments she said, we wonder if after the camera cut out, she that laughed. she laughed. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, that they were making her look snootier than she really was because yeah. they cut out the just kidding. Totally. You know? I, I'm, I'm so enamored with her. When she walked in the workroom, I mean, I'm, you know, I've been, I started drag the year before or the, like the summer before the first year, season of Drag Race went on TV. Kinda. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, I remember BB walked in and, in All Stars, and I was like, "That's BB," <laughs> you know, right? Yeah. Like, that's, like yeah. that's yeah. BB. Yeah. Um, and I guess for me, I guess I could have seen, I could have seen anybody winning, and I know that's that's like a pageant answer, but I was just like, at the end of the day, it's more important that we impress the other girls in the challenges than the judges. Yeah. Like, when it felt like this season, <clears throat> more than any other season, All Stars or regular season, there was the conversation became it started to diversify from just how you did in the competition to who needs this? What have they done outside of the show? Like, and that whole shift, I think that Ben de la Creme kept looking at this as is like, not just a competition, but a platform. And it yeah. felt like this season felt very informed by that, <clears throat> that this was more so a platform to launch a career than it was a competition to win a crown and money. Yeah. I did notice that I was in the room for those conversations, but watching it, I was like, this is maybe the first season of Drag Race where they're acknowledging things like um, reputations outside of Drag Race. They're acknowledging things like, I mean, it was never really acknowledged, but also like if I send this person home, will their fans come into my house and kill me in my sleep? Sure. Right. Well, <laughs> there's a lot of things at play. That I, I, I mean, I noticed even Thorgy was one of the first queens that was like, uh, this Stevie character is not meant to win. Like nobody's gagging at Stevie. Mm -hmm. And I'd never heard of a queen, like talk about the writing on the wall before. Yeah. To like she, call out that like potential production yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I think certain people are given gifts and certain people are not. Mm -hmm. If I bombed Dolly, the storyline would have been like, you were lofted a softball. <laughs> right. And you bombed it. Right. Right. If Shangela bombed Mariah, they would have been like, your part was written to be funny and you couldn't even deliver it. Mm -hmm. Right. Or if Ben hadn't got the whole rap down and call me mother, they would have been like, your part was so funny, but you just couldn't get the choreography. So like the writing on the wall is everywhere. Mm -hmm. a, a role like Stevie is also something where they could be like, you know what? The track, you like made it. You, you took it and made it something. Okay. They also love those moments on Drag Race. Right. Okay. Right. Where you take something small and you make a feast out like of it. Like Latrice yeah. saying, get those nuts out of my face. Yeah. Right. It's a throwaway right. line. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Latrice made it like a career line. Oh, right. Yeah. That right. being said, there there were moments where it was like, oh, you're. I mean, I could if I was Thorgy, I wouldn't have known what to, what to do with Stevie. Yeah, yeah. Like I, w I just wouldn't know how to maintain that character and 
you know, and shoot you, for the rafters. You told me that she even asked for props and they said no? Yeah, she had, a, I think, a viewing party because people would read saying, well, why didn't, you know, Aja had the suggestion in the talking head of like, you should get a cauldron and a broom and really play up the witch thing. And Thorgy claimed at a viewing party, well, I did ask for props. They said we didn't have time. And then she says, but then Trixie got a guitar. <laughs> I also brought a guitar. I mean, oh, there you go. There I you assume go. there was a fuller story <laughs> yeah. here. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's great about Thorgy is she does have, she's, she has been painted as this like conspiracy theorist, but she also is and has a good sense of humor about it. Sure. Totally. And half the time it's supported. Right. She's like, what would I do with Stevie? Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Right. It's it's like the lip sync against uh, Chi-Chi. Right. It's like, what what would I have done to win? And I am telling you. Yeah, there was nothing she could have done. Yeah. 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 Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like uh, Thorgy is another queen that, you know, I know we're not supposed to blame the edit, but obviously there's some editing, um, where there's so many elements of her that get cut out to create a version of Thorgy that just isn't fully accurate. They got to tell a story. Yeah. 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 They so, only have 41 minutes. Exactly. You know? Yeah. It's like, um, and sometimes they have to sum things up. In a, in a way that through the TV, some things get lost in translation. Like maybe in that day, Thorgy really was letting her conspiracy get in the way of her like creative juices. Mm-hmm. That right. really could have been the story. And that's what they have to, they have to paint it in a way where a casual viewer who maybe doesn't know Thorgy is like, oh, I get it. Okay. Right. Right. Um, it's 50% reality show, 50% um, um, competition. And if it was one or the other, it would be boring. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it really is like. I mean, I think you said in an interview uh, recently. It was, it's like kind of. It's it's a game show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, right? a, it's also uh, you win uh, money, you win prizes. Yeah, it's a, it's been We're a already all stars. You know? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. been a week of people saying congratulations, and I am so happy. Mm-hmm. But also, I'm like, it is also a, a game show competition in that there's a certain amount of luck. There's mm-hmm. a certain amount of happenstance. Right. Like Kitty Girl, maybe you just love the Spice Girls, so you just get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or like you know maybe in the acting challenge you just get the part you wanted right right or right don't yeah with maybe. Sharon Frakovich and then you make it work anyway it's <laughs> it's, it's you can't like cast rune stones and try to predict because honestly and I think in reality TV they can make anything interesting they just make whatever happened as interesting as possible oh, yeah go. yeah well, and so you know I, what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they put a, a lipstick on a pig sometimes. Right, you know? right, exactly. And so, of course, I have to ask um, when it comes to the Squirrel Friends uh, acting challenge, if you were to be Beige Swan, which from my point of view, it was like, what do you, they, this was the Stevie of the, the script. It's like, what do you do with this role? I wanted that part. What and were then you watching do it, that? I was like, <laughs> thank God I didn't get it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you have other ideas other than hissing? I mean, what would you have done? <laughs> I, I don't know. No idea. I yeah. thought Lala would have been like something where I could really like play this musical theater girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then as I was doing Sharon Frakovich, which I was like, which by the way, Morgan, the character was described as like a, a body, sexy, kind of slutty whistleblower. I'm like, Morgan, <laughs> right. it's you, Morgan. Totally. Yeah. It should have said in parentheses or Morgan McMichaels. It's like spot <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah. yeah. Um, but as I was doing Sharon Frakovich, I was like, oh, this is like a gift. And I don't think she tried to like goop me at the page, but mm-hmm. again, that was the moment where on TV they could have shown it as I didn't get the part I wanted and then couldn't deliver because right, I was pouting. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. But in real life, I got out there and was like, oh, this has the most lines because I'm like the lead character. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. A lot of opportunity. Yeah. Right. And I think that I think that was the benefit because that challenge. I mean, my issue with, with it was like it was so hyper edited that there was so there were so few moments for everybody to kind of shine and yeah. like 
get that that like emotional reaction fans get when they're watching the first time of like, oh, you're safe. Oh, you're in the top. Right. Oh, you're definitely in the bottom. Right. Like yeah. People right. choose in the first moment. And sometimes when things aren't funny, if you don't find that line funny, it's still your responsibility to make it funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, make it funny. I didn't think Sharon Farkovich was that funny, but I had these baby hands. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like, you, can work you have these. to make it work. Yeah. Yeah. It's no one's fault at the end of the day. Like, what you know, at, at the end of the day, when you go to your viewing party and you say, um, this happened, you could also be like, it also could be a story of my role didn't have much to it and I did a lot with it. Yeah. Yeah, and then that that yeah, just that ref- happened. reflects better on you yeah. that yeah. you figured it out. I mean, know? I you know obviously I'm representing Drag Race as a crowned winner, but I have never felt like Drag Race was like really pulling puppet strings because honestly, nothing's more interesting than what authentically happens. Okay, mm-hmm. right? They yeah. want that. They the didn't most. chase Ben down the street, being like, "We need you for our TV show." Right. right. Ben leaving is interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, Pearl genuinely beating me in a lip sync in season seven was interesting right you know like sometimes what really happens whether or not you like think it's pulled it's like well that in the moment was what happened right and those moments i mean from a from a world of wonder production standpoint when they see ben de la creme pulling out the white out there must be that moment of like oh this is great <laughs> we didn't know yeah before mm-hmm. you lip sync um for your legacy somebody comes by and picks up someone's come by nope someone comes by and picks up your lipstick so it doesn't fall out of your bra while you're lip syncing mm-hmm. oh because what if it did and then everyone sees the name right. you know right and um the gentleman came by to get it and we were because i was in the bottom of that episode because there were only five of us right, right, mm-hmm. if you don't win you're in the bottom right mm-hmm. and i remember he pulled her lipstick and he looks at her he looks at ben and ben nods and he looks at the lipstick and then he does that motion where like the back of your head blows off <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Because he couldn't believe it. None of us right. could believe it. Yeah. I mean, and that Holy was, of fuck. course, the question was like, you know, it was like, did RuPaul know? Would they get away with not telling RuPaul this? Before, like, to sort of like gag her on camera? They like, really, yeah, the, the puppeteers of RuPaul, the the, the Disney uh, Imagineers that operate her, <laughs> really had to earn their money that day. Yeah. They had to snatch back her surprise face. <laughs> right. Totally. It was a gag. Yeah. And, and everybody was like, um, she's your friend. And like, don't you wish you could have just fought? I'm like, I might not be competitive, but I'm not an idiot. Right. Oh yeah. In that moment, it was like Sea Biscuit snapped mm-hmm. his leg, <laughs> and I was the one-legged mule. Like, yes, yes. Galloping for again, your life. Drag yeah. race now is not cumulative. Mm-hmm. Right. She was just winning on the way to the end, but in the final challenge, somebody could have really shown her up. Right. Yeah. Or maybe she might not have won the popular vote. You never know. Right. right. That's true. And we didn't know that jury was coming. Yeah. 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 I mean, that would have been such a gag for her to get to that point with that kind of track record. And yeah. then to decide, nope, still yeah. not to get, yeah. Uh, shout out to Ben Lacrum though. You have to think she left her egg race with this like clear sort of like power mm-hmm. um, that she had to maybe make it to the end. And then she got back to her hotel and they were like, okay, great. You're going to stay <laughs> and you're because you're in the ending, so you have to stay four uh, more days, right. plus a weekend, <laughs> and then you have to guess what? Pull two lipsticks. Oh shit! <laughs> which is which is the number of lipsticks you would have had to pull if you stayed. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Isn't that horrible? The ultimate irony. Yeah, yeah. And she and Isn't she. That horrible. Yeah. yeah it's horrible. <laughs> but yeah. at that point, Ben, I think truthfully, it was it wasn't about winning or losing to her. It was like um, the reality TV show part because Drag Race is a pressure cooker. And part of the pressure cooker is the drama and the cameras and the tension. And that part, Ben was never here for. Oh, yeah. And when all the queens mm-hmm. came back and she became the target a little bit, she was, I think she was just like, 
this isn't it wasn't she looked at her seattle ben self super like she she's just has a sense of justice that like outweighs everything and she was just like i don't think she wanted to endure that part of it and i don't mm-hmm. think she started to feel good about possibly winning and representing it oh I yeah see. yeah like what would be the casualties for yeah. her to win it if she doesn't yeah. like arguing and maybe like queens being mad at each other which is part of drag race right she was like what if i have to wear a crown and represent that yeah, I get that. And, and here it, you are wearing the crown and representing yeah. that. There you go. Right. And I'm fully not confrontational. Right. Mm-hmm. That's why when Shangela called me out on that note, you can see in the episode, I'm like, does not station. compute. <laughs> yeah. I, right. I was like, I had a freeze frame moment of like, oh, I'm in a drama. Right. I'm having a personal drama because <laughs> I never have them. Right. Yeah. So I was like, no. So I don't know if you're allowed to answer this, but did, did they put that up for you? Um, what they don't show is mm-hmm. I also have my note hanging next to my note from Morgan and Milk. Right. So all the eliminated Queens notes yeah. were on my wall. That's They're what I up. figured. It was just like all of them Everybody, were Because yeah. when you leave Drag Race, you always write people notes. It's just part right. of the culture. Well, Nina, mm-hmm. Bo- Nina Bonina Brown didn't get two notes. There were two people who did not write notes, but we're not naming names. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so I had everybody's notes hung up. Sure. Mm-hmm. So um, what's, what's funny is in the moment, I, I'm... I will admit I'm wrong. I was immediately like, I felt like Shangela was trying to like cheat out to the camera and like make a moment. And which is by the way, good. Yeah. It's a good thing to do on TV. Making TV. Yeah. Exactly. But I, in the moment I was just like, Oh, I'm not taking part in this. That's why I was like, literally go somewhere else. Right. Or get out of my station. Get out of my station. Get out yeah. of my station. But then two yeah. seconds later I was like, she's had to pull lipsticks and like I haven't had to do it and when you have to do it it's not fun yeah I was like she probably is rightfully sensitive about it yeah I get that and <clears throat> I was immediately like I'm in the wrong mm-hmm. and I was just in the wrong on camera it was my like fuck that was shady of me I didn't even think about it mm-hmm. I don't know if it was shady you just didn't think about it I'm just like so passive and like it didn't occur to me I mean right. the note literally said like girl I love you let's get cocktails lol PS Shangela's you know yeah. right the tone to me but obviously Watching it 2020 in hindsight, I'm like, I should have just not hung it up or I should have read that and gone, don't show Shangela and (laughs) don't ever let Shangela see it. Right, right, right. Because I don't feel that way about Shangela. Of course. Yeah. Um, Right. And then I apologized to her and I had to apologize to her in the language that I knew Shangela spoke, which was television. Yeah, that's interesting. So I was like, we love that moment. So I walked up with the cameras around. I was like, I need to talk to you for a second Mm -hmm. because I knew that like, I, I truthfully was like. I'm a fucking, I, I did wrong. I would, this was wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, she forgave me and then proceeded to psychologically cat and mouse Fuck me. Fuck yes. That's what that was. Um, that was so fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. So fucked up. Oh, and in the moment, you can tell, I wasn't hip to the. Yeah. Well, you weren't into it. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> Watching it, I'm like, yeah. she was never going to pick me. Right. <laughs> but she was doing that thing where your mom gets real close to your ear and goes like, I will take you home and I will ground you. <laughs> That's what she did to me. Yeah, you've met my mom. She yeah. like intimidated me. <laughs> yeah. And so watching it back, I'm like, I'm like fully emasculated watching this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, I have my tail between my legs mm-hmm. and my balls tucked. Right. right. I'm like, I'm, I'm, and you have to, I mean, that was, I think it's funny that we sat down for deliberations and she was like, I know you've had an emotional day. Give me a hug. Oh, I wanted to call it. It was like, and then she said, like TV. And then she proceeded to like Nightmare on Elm Street stalk me. <laughs> Right. For like, <laughs> for by the way, in TV time, in real lifetime, probably six more hours. Oh God! You know, 
And I believed I was going home. Yeah. I was off camera being like, I don't even want to go to deliberate. I don't even want to go to elimination. I know it's yeah. me. I'll just I was packing. like, she just told me it's me. It's me. <laughs> I was like, am I literally about to lose because of a note Thorgy wrote? Yeah. <laughs> You Incredible. think this is really funny. Oh, I'm dying because, <laughs> because it didn't happen. Yeah. It did happen, but it almost did. And I, you can see in the episode, I mean, nobody's ever been more pitiful and dragged than me. Mm-hmm. Crying in that pink flower outfit. Oh, girl. I mean, that's what's... It, that's kind of what I love about yeah, we love that. We Kristen love that. Chenoweth was looking at me like, like, oh my God. Like, that's enough crying. Like, it was so much. <laughs> and Kennedy yeah. turned to me and was like, girl, get it together. And I was like... <laughs> I mean, my bottom lip was quivering because I thought I was going to lose Drag Race because of, and I had Fucking obviously, note. not just because of a note, I obviously bombed the, you know, I bombed Snatch Game. Mm-hmm. And I was so and Somebody scared. else bombed Snatch Game more yeah. than you did. That's true. Yeah. And then. Kristen Chenoweth. <laughs> right. Just awful. Yeah. <laughs> I had this one good joke that they didn't show. It was like, um, you're, because she had, a, somebody had a weak joke and I was like, your joke was like Kristen Chenoweth in a pantry reaching. <laughs> And it was obviously not that not that great, but oh um, no, that's that's it's a shame. And it was I was so embarrassed and emasculated, and like my whole pride had gone because I was like, everybody came here, and everybody probably felt like this was mine to win. Mm-hmm. Everybody was like, well, Trick. I'm sure everybody was like, Trixie's there, so right. And yes. that pressure from the fans outside and from the other girls in the room, knowing that they were thinking that way. And then for everyone to find out how I was probably the most afraid to be there, it was like, I was, I was just so embarrassed and sad and like my rock bottom, like probably the worst day of my life was Snatch Game. You know, one of the best moments on this past season that I had with you was when you were talking about um, why you are the way you are sometimes when you go to a club. Like, you know, sometimes I'm just saving it for the for the audience and like I just enter and I'm just like, I don't really want to talk to anybody. Yeah. I can totally relate to that. Cause sometimes I'm just just I just gotta turn off because I have to be very on in about five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And it it just um it opened up uh I know a lot of our listeners can relate to that too, because a lot of them are introverts. And mm-hmm. there there was one listener that uh just kind of chimed in and was like, We have to be nice to introverts, blah 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 blah. Um, because Con and I uh started having a discussion just kind of like how to be, if you're a famous person, right? Like, where do you draw the line? Like, Bob the Drag Queen talked about, like, being at the airport and, like, people want to come talk to him. And he's like, I just don't want a picture right now. Yeah. And there, there has to be, uh, both sides, I think, need to come together. And one of them needs to be like, look, this is just how I am. I, I just don't want a picture right now. Yeah. And the fan needs to be like, all right, and not feel like it's a personal attack. Yeah. And I, 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 I just kind of like heard you in that moment and I'm just like it when people are offended or calling you grand or whatever that's all on them. It's because they didn't yeah. get the moment that they wanted with you. And a lot of times if they want the if they really like your work, um they're more interested in saying hi than they are in a picture. Most of the time if they recognize you from Drag Race and they want a picture and you deny it and they're I mean I've heard people so many times if I'm like with my boyfriend or I'm with friends that I don't see and I'm trying to make my small amount of personal time I have about my close friends, I might be like, no, because it's disrupting the flow of my, you know, talking to my boyfriend. I'm talking to my friends. Right. I can hear them like turn 180 to their friend and be like, I told you he was an asshole. <laughs> oh, Literally God. that fast. Wow. Wow. The other day I was at a, I was at a pizza place and I, I said no to a picture because it was 2 a.m. And it was just like, we're in a pizza place. No, right. thank you. And um, the guy was super mad, and I was like, "Do you want a picture?" And he was like, "No, I want an apology." And I was like, "Is this real?" Wow. Oh my god! I, I mean, I'm, and unfortunately for me, out of drag, I'm just like, I'm not that 
bubbly of a person, mm-hmm. but yeah. also I'm not Trixie all the time. So like, right, right, you know. right. It's a character. Yeah. And Trixie works great for me because what I think is funny as Brian doesn't always, I don't always read the room. <laughs> what I think is funny as Brian through the instrument of Trixie, mm-hmm. it's always at least, you know, it's a joke. Right. It's coming out of a, a chicken suit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right. you know what I mean? Totally. Exactly. Yeah. Totally. It's coming oh, out of a rubber chicken. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. It gives completely. it this context. Yeah. You know, we were talking on the way here about uh, something that we wanted you to chime in on because uh, obviously with the, um, the fans' reaction to this finale, many people are in their feelings, quote unquote. Totally. <laughs> yeah. So why do you think Drag Race over most other reality shows incites this fierce kind of Emotional, emotional response and attachment. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Two part answer. One, Shangela summed it up really well. Shangela was like, "We're not more emotional than sports fans, who mm. when their team loses, they're threatening to like burn down cities. And and if they win, they do burn down cities. Right. I mean, right. Philadelphia. Yeah. And on the flip side of it, Drag Race does a really good job of painting us as artists and human beings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think more than in real their reality shows, you like our work. But Drag Race does such a good job portraying us as like humans, mm-hmm. human people. Right. And so when your human person you relate to has a hard day, it's your hard day. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like that makes people sense. who love Trixie on Snatch Game Day, we're not having a great day. Mm-hmm. Cause it's, and I, I see that because as a fan of the show, when I sort of like attach to a favorite or somebody who I'm like, oh, that's who I'm rooting for, it's once I've seen them a few times in the talking head, not when I've seen them necessarily in drag. Cause it's like, Oh, that's true. It's you. we love Thorgy's talking head. And that's what kind of grabbed us in season eight. Yeah. Yeah. And like when I look forward to season 10, like I don't, I don't, I'm not super familiar with all these Queens, but the ones I'm kind of early excited about are the ones who I'm like, Oh, you seem like a cool person. You seem really nice. You seem really smart. Totally. And I'm having an emotional response. Whereas secondarily, like, and your drag is super cool. Yeah. I think that's where Katya and I look out a lot. It's like, we might not always be the, best in the competition like in the moment Mm -hmm. um and we obviously get stressed in that environment but we're great at sitting down and summing up what happened that day in a funny way Mm -hmm. yeah you know i mean a lot of that competition i think is won in the confessionals absolutely as far as like winning over maybe people who People might not get your drag, but then when they see you in a confessional and they see you as a person, I think they're maybe more open to it. Yeah. Well, we talk about that a lot is like every season has like, there's like a narrator of the season. Yeah. And like that isn't always necessarily the winner, but that person I think makes a deeper connection. You know, like Katya was Katya. The, the narrator of season seven, yeah. you know, and, and potentially yeah. of All-Stars too, because yeah. she's really good at it. And I yeah. think you and Shangela were the narrators of All-Stars yeah. three. Shangela, I think just give, we give good sound, like we give good, this happened today. Shangela and I are good at summing it up in funny ways in short pieces. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It's just BB off Broadway. Yeah. I mean, that was like really yeah. right. the first time I'm like, oh, okay, she's here. She's yeah. Here. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, I exist almost, I mean, I always feel like this. People say drag queens are cut from the same cloth, but I'm a musician and comedian who happens to be in drag. Mm-hmm. So in a drag race environment, I f- almost a lot of time felt like the non-drag queen in a room of drag queens. Yeah. I, I, so I'm also like... Sort of like reporting live from Drag Race in the confessionals. <laughs> you can that. tell I'm like, okay, shit is crazy. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm like a civilian in a war yeah, zone. Right, yeah, right, you're the queen of. on the scene. Right, 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 yes. Right, yeah. Right, right. Um, Gigi's right there. Oh my, totally. <laughs> yeah. And I don't have the same like um, drag queen drama instincts either. So sometimes when things are happening or things are being said, I'm almost I'm just trying to like 
watch the arrows and I'm just like, what? Right. You know? Right. You know, I mean, I react authentically. Mm-hmm. Half this season, I'm slack jawed staring into space because I'm just. <laughs> right. Like at the final episode, and they were like, we're doing this all in one take. <laughs> yeah. Somebody oh, like. Man, your face was amazing. Somebody like Shangela is like, okay, the cue is to act like we are scared. <laughs> That's right. totally but yes. I just feel what I feel. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, this is cool. And yeah. Todrick's like, wait, wait, wait. You're supposed to be scared. You're supposed to be scared. Yeah, and you're yeah. like, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah. They didn't show this, but he goes, are you scared? And to quote Chi-Chi, I said, if you stay scared, you ain't got to get scared. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Todrick, you just got here. Right. We've been scared. Right, right. right. Yeah. Right. yeah. Also, we all go home in two days, mm-hmm. whether we whether we win or lose. So right. like we are, who cares? Honest. And right. I never made it to the top of Drag Race, so I was already oh, on cloud right. nine. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Yeah. I mean, you can kind of tell once I got past the episode I went home on. You can see on episode seven and Snatch Game, I was in the bottom in episode four. Once I got past that episode, I was like, oh, I'm already improving my report card. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, this is already <laughs> better. Yeah. Somebody like Kennedy has to be. She was in every episode of right. every season she was on. Right. Fuck. Right. So yeah, she has to stay the yeah. whole time. You yeah. Know, right. to, to improve. <clears throat> Yeah. People like me and Shangela are like, we haven't gone home yet? Fierce. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Fierce. <laughs> Wait, so I have a question about the final challenge. Sure. Mm. We didn't get to see you guys writing and recording yeah. those verses. How long did they give you to write that? And like, what was the process? Also, a lot of people are asking whether or not it was in one take. Oh, we marked yeah. it once. Meaning oh, like, did? I didn't throw the pie. Right. Right. We didn't, you know. We did it exactly once. Wow. It was fuck. in once. That's no incredible. Fucking way. Yeah. You, once. Watch Brilliant. it a few times. You yeah. can see mistakes. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. But we did it once. And when I was watching at the viewing party, I was like sobbing. I was like, this is why. I'd... Sometimes Drag Race just has a moment where you're like, I am watching the best drag yeah. right now. I am. Mm-hmm. At it the highest so production. Mm-hmm. It was so good. I cried the whole time. Yeah. It was oh, amazing. Oh, so it was sweet. so good. When, the second Kennedy looked at the camera, I was like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> it was so good. Because yeah. you hadn't seen that. Part. I hadn't seen it. Really? Yeah. No. So um, they gave us the music the night before, and they're like, this is the song, and you're going to have big chunks of music where you need to sing. Here's the melody. This Kitty Girl, because the yeah. song already existed on right. American. Mm-hmm. So they were like, you're going to have to write a verse, do whatever you want. So then we came in. Um, we filmed sections of us talking about our verses, and I'm surprised they didn't goop me at the patch because, you know, in a room full of women of color, I was like the white presenting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I'm also Presenting, a folk right. musician, so exactly, I'm yeah. white right. in a lot of ways, <laughs> yeah. you know. And everyone's writing their verses, and I was sitting there with my harp playing Kitty Girl, writing my rap. And I was like, oh, they are going to get me yeah, together. Yeah. yeah, they're going to make such a fool of you. Like, I am going to look so debilitatingly <laughs> Caucasian. Right. I'm no like, one has been whiter. Shangela and BB and Kennedy, this is like, they're going to turn the party. Right. And I'm sitting here with my auto harp, which is a school teacher instrument. <laughs> Totally. Um, you might as well have a recorder, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we wrote our we wrote our verses, and then we went into a room and just recorded them ahead of time. Oh wow! It was just like so we recorded them right in the morning, and then uh, we had the music by, you know, the end of the day or whatever. Wow. And it did it sound better? It, looking back, it sounded better than you thought, or you were like, oh, oh this I, is great. I knew it was fierce. Okay, mm-hmm. great. I mean, I'll I'll channel BB in this moment. Mm-hmm. I was like, my verse is amazing. Yeah. And no one's going to expect me to rap, so no. it's going to be life-changing. Right. Oh, and RuPaul did a table. He did a table round to each of us with our verses. 
Oh, like a RuPaul tried, yeah. yeah, RuPaul tried to get me to sing. He was like, you should sing it instead. He's like, I've heard your albums. You sing. You should sing. And I was like, no, I think I'm going to rap. Mm, yeah, yeah. Do you think he was just kind of like, I feel like they do that. They kind of try to test you in the workroom. Yeah, and yeah, I was just like, no, I'm going to rap. Because I told him, I was like, I think rapping is a lot like comedy. It's about being smart and it's about being witty. Mm-hmm. And I think if you can put together some rhymes that are unexpected and sound good in your mouth, that's the way you win a yeah, uh, like 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 <laughs> Jungle Kitty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like okay. what stands out is just like even even if BB wasn't really good at it, just like the the lyrics that she chose. Yeah, were like enough. Like were catchy yeah. enough. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and then I was like, I'm I'm also like I'm a singer, but I'm not a uh, dance track singer. I'm like John Denver, bitch. I'm not. <laughs> right. Again, you're not going to get me. Okay, right. so right. here to. <laughs> Um, they and then um, in the critiques they were like, I thought you would have done something more country, like, and I was like, what? Right. Where would that have fit in here? To Kitty Girl. <laughs> yeah. You would have been standing here looking at me, being like, why did you do that? Right. Yeah. Well, what was that? Yeah. 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 Plus, I do dance, and there's this reputation that I'm like a terrible dancer, but I'm like, no, I'm gonna do it. Mm-hmm. I'm not scared. Yeah, I work. feel like Bob's talked about that. Where it's like everyone, people always like they don't, they're not, they're not expecting me to be able to dance. Like there's these totally. things that people think you can only do one thing. Like I have yeah. a BFA in musical theater. We did have to learn this shit. You right. Know what I mean? Yeah. And then um, it's funny what they and then people like this season they were at the end of the critiques at the final episode they're like you had a rocky start mm-hmm. and I'm like when right. <laughs> I was safe safe Fair. high for bitchler mm-hmm. yeah absolutely and then I have one bad episode mm-hmm. right I was like and then but then like in the moment of course I know like you know I was scared but I wasn't performing poorly so then it was like <clears throat> it's like you were at a hard you had a difficult start I'm like when right where was the difficult start <laughs> and then that's the funny thing about the finale is um, like I'm literally getting emails to my personal email booking inbox like you robbed Shangela oh my god die in a fire and I'm like <sighs> Shangela the same it was in the bottom the same number of times as me. Yeah. Yeah. And like you didn't pick the lipsticks. So yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. She was in the same bottom the same number of times as me. She had one win on me. Mm-hmm. Right. BB, BB and I had the same number of wins. I'm like, what show are you watching? It wasn't like a Roxy. Are we on the same show? Right. Yeah. It's right. crazy. I mean, I didn't win lip syncs, but like Right. That maybe happens. I threw the lip syncs. Yeah. Right, there you go. Mm-hmm. That's also not a bad strategy. Yeah. Well, I feel we like feel like Katya did that. Yeah, All Stars too. It felt like there were moments where Katya was like, "I don't want to make this call. Like, here, <laughs> detox, you do it." You know, like, and I get that. It's like because that that can inform people's opinions of you off the show. But again, people are 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 very attached to yeah. various queens, and we we talk about this all the time in the podcast. How like we just find it ridiculous that somebody can like actually reach out to another person. And like spread that amount of hate. Right. I it honestly fully doesn't bother me. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I also knew I, we've known since a year ago how this ends. Right. So I also knew like wow, Chantel fans are going to be really upset. Right. You knew it was coming. Kennedy fans are going to be delighted. <laughs> right. Trixie fans are going to be really happy. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. So I we I queened out about this. We both did uh, in the last episode, but about that final lip sync, and I feel like I've got the opportunity. Uh, I can ask you about it. Oh, did you live? I we lived. lived. So what I took away, and I, I have uh, gifts to show you. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> so I don't know if I'm reading into this, but maybe that's okay because it's drag. But my my takeaway of your lip sync was it was this amazing like contrast of this like Barbie on acid clown makeup and like raw human emotion coming through yeah. and not just pulling the hair out which was fucking amazing yeah. but just you were fully present and it felt like for the first time the character of Trixie Mattel was like at least on Drag Race was showing us these like profound human emotions sure. it was very like um, All-Star season one it was like Brian tapped out for 
Trixie. Mm-hmm. It was very that. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. I knew mm-hmm. Kennedy was going to dance and I was, I was so moved to absolute tears. I couldn't even look at the Eliminated Queens because I'm sorry. If production, if the people who run Drag Race said, congrats, you're in the top two. That's cool. Mm-hmm. But a jury of people respect picking me. Right. That means as much to me as winning. Yeah. Like, I couldn't even look at them without crying. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. As you can see before we start the lip sync, I'm like crying already. Oh, yeah. I, I totally saw that. It. Like, yeah. I, I was so <clears throat> moved. It was so affirming to look at like Milk and Chi Chi and be like, they pick, enough of them picked my name. Right. That's amazing. Right. Um, and then I love the song and I knew Kennedy was going to dance. And I tried to think of like, I'm not a winner of lip syncs and I'm not a winner of Drag Race, but mm-hmm. how would a winner win this? Yeah. I was like, I've seen BB just stand here and turn it. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to stand here. Yeah. Yeah, and I've strategy. seen Sasha do like a, a reveal with her hair. So yeah. I'm going to do some sort of hair moment. I just tried to think like Violet when she walked on the runway and like, you know, pulled off that thing and changed her costume. I tried to like conglomerate winning moments from winners and be like, this is how I'm going to win. Yeah. It, it, it's like, it's very cracking the code. It's very like, totally. these are the elements that I'm not a lip. I'm not, I don't pretend to be good at lip syncing. Mm-hmm. It was a great lip sync. Yeah. Well, thank you. It yeah. was so good. And I told Colin this. I'm. I was Team Kennedy, right? And I watched her the first time. And I, I heard. Like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I listened. Yeah. To the, I'm a listener. Oh, you are. <laughs> you're a Mary. You're a Mary. Yeah. Yes, I'm a Mary. The <laughs> second time watching, and I'm like, okay, let's figure out why Trixie won this. Mm-hmm. And I just saw the emotion just come through that makeup. Yeah. I was crying. It was yeah. so I good. I was so moved. I just it couldn't believe it. It was so good. And I love that. I love that song. Yeah. It's and an amazing it's song. It's so good. And just to, and then with the hair too. It wasn't just a gag. Like it. It, it, it wasn't just like Alaska smearing her makeup. Right. It was like this this other thing that was part of her drag. It, yeah. Part of your drag. I mean, it was, oh, it was, I yeah. loved it so much. Well, I just thought like, um, I mean, they, at the end of the lip sync, before you guys lip sync, they were like, you all have $25 to spend. And do you want props? Do you want whatever? Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So if you want a ribbon... Because I also was going to channel Katya. I got one of those gymnast ribbons. <laughs> yes. And I was right. like, I'm going to use this. I'm going to spell my name a bunch of times or something. <laughs> and then I, at the last minute, I'd sit at the ribbon. I was like, well, that's kind of cheesy. And I was like, I didn't want to have a Latrice um, natural woman moment. Okay. Mm-hmm. Kenya didn't like connect with what the song is about. Right. And I was like, there's a chance that if Kennedy dances, she might not necessarily be connected to the material and I was like this is the song where you just stand here and cry yeah. this is how you win yeah. yeah yeah absolutely and that's I think what was so yeah. we talked about it was like Kennedy is like she's using the entire stage she's she certainly put oh in, she was amazing she, yeah putting in a shit ton of effort I yeah. didn't know who was gonna win last week when mm-hmm. I was watching and I was watching it and when she first started dancing I was like oh shit right, <laughs> right. she buried me like I knew she would <laughs> right but then I was watching it and I was like Oh, I believe. And then I did the reveal and I could, the, uh, the whole bar screamed. Mm-hmm. And then when the hair came out, the bar was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then Kennedy did that like cartwheel thing with that skirt oh my on. God, amazing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is also like a Sophie's Choice situation where like, right. it's apples and oranges. Right. But then again, that's what Drag Race is it's apples and oranges. Right. That's mm-hmm. why people are always divided on. I mean, I listen to a lot of recap podcasts. Mm-hmm. Good for my mental health. Maybe not. <laughs> right. But some podcasts, I am like, the they give me an uncomfortable amount of leeway when I mess up. Mm-hmm. I'm wow. like, no, I was worse. Right, right, right. Let's be fair. <laughs> Some yeah. podcasts, no matter what I do, no matter what challenge I win, I it was handed to me. It was fixed. It was oh wow. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like I won the sewing challenge. Some people are like, oh great, Trixie loves sewing. I'm so happy she won. Another podcast, they're like, 
Well, I'm not even sure she made it. That zipper looked pretty good. I think she just, <laughs> I think she just pulled it out of a bag. <laughs> or like the the Sharon Frockovich that people are like, she really turned that. And then sometimes people are like, well, her line had her part had the most lines, so she just got handed to her. Uh, yeah. You ne- you can't please everybody. Yeah, there's right. nothing. And you can frankly, do. with Trixie Mattel, I make very bold choices, and I'm used to a lot of people not liking it. Mm-hmm. Shit ain't new, right? Well, we talk about that all the time. Like if people are talking about it. That means something good happened, yeah. whether it's yeah. bad or good. Yeah. If yeah. you're eliciting a reaction, you've done something. Yeah. But yeah. the reaction might not always be positive. Yeah, totally. That's what's funny about the fans really being disappointed that Shangela didn't get to lip sync for her legacy. It's like, I I walked into that room and told the Eliminated Queens, they said, who do you think should be in the top? I said Shangela. Right. I told you why. Yeah. Like. I'm not. I didn't pull the lipstick. Right. I mean, yeah. You 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 vouched oh, for her. Man. You didn't pick her name. It, it you is, know what? Yeah. I, I just. I let me be the first one to say. I just don't think that you need to defend oh, your crown anymore. I don't at all. I yeah. hope. I hope it just ends because. Oh, you're fucking fabulous. <laughs> I I really wanted to make it to the top, and when I did, I did something completely not. I fucking won a lip sync against Kenny Davenport. Yeah. I mean, that's huge. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. I, I've never felt like I have to defend it, but then again, I've known this was coming. Right. And as okay. a fan of Shandala, you can see my face in the episode. Sure. I was cracked. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I was cracked. They said Kennedy's name first and we were all like, okay. And then they didn't say Shandala's name. <laughs> and that was kind of how I heard it. I was like, you didn't, you said my name. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, is there a third name? <laughs> right. How are we doing this? Yeah. Cause yeah. I'm, I'm really a fan of Shandala's and I, I, I think, she believed it. I believed it. We really thought it would be her and one of us. Yeah. And I think it's like a fan of the show, the story of like the comeback kid from season two and season three. If it were, if you were to look at it that way, it's like, oh, it would make so much sense. Yeah, and people forget that Trix is also a comeback kid. Like eliminated that's true. twice. No, that's true. I'm saying yeah. the same story. It's Shangela yours too. and I have a yeah. similar trajectory. Yeah. Yeah. Almost like mirror images. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, of one another. And um, I would, I'm sure she would have slayed the lip sync. I probably would be, you know, yeah. did you mad read, at her. Did you read her interview of what she said she was going to do? I knew what she was going to do. Oh, I was backstage yeah. when mm-hmm. she was hanging a pinata on her back. Oh, of course you would know. You'd have to wait for an interview. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you saw the sledgehammer However, again, I mean, you have to think, if she had lip sync and she was hitting a pinata and I was crying and pulling my hair out. Right. Yeah. You never know. Too much. Yeah, you never right. know. It might be too much. It could have been know. disconnected. Or maybe she would have buried me to death and I would have been, like, invisible compared to her. Right. You, you don't know. Yeah. And yeah. that's why... um. I, you don't know. And then you have to think, I don't know why the girls didn't pick. I don't know why they picked me. I don't know why they picked Kennedy. I don't know why they picked, didn't pick Shangela. Mm-hmm. It's their own reasons. Right. Mm-hmm. I was on Watch What Happens Live last night. And Andy Cullen turns to RuPaul and me with me right there oh. and goes, so what do you think about people treating it like Big Brother and not picking the top two based on talent? <gasps> I'm literally standing there on live TV last night like, <laughs> oh. ah! <laughs> I was like, ridiculous. that's what's funny is I was, I, um, I was like, I, Shandell and I did similarly well on this series. Right. So it's, it was really anybody's game. That's why it was like, you were invested. Right? Yeah. Yeah. The track record in order of appearance was Shandell, Bibi, me, Kennedy. But Drag Race is not cumulative. It's not how it works. Right. And also you have to think some moments in the workroom. I mean, in a lot of ways, who's a better judge than people who were a fly on the wall the whole time? Mm-hmm. The judges see us for eight seconds on the runway. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, they don't you have know, a really full sense of what you did in this competition. People who are in the challenge watching us learn lines, learn choreography, cry, rejoice. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, maybe those people had a perspective. Yeah. Right. They know all of the effort that went into what went on to that yeah. runway. Maybe, well, yeah, maybe, maybe Kennedy really that. turned their party. Right. Yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. I turned their party and that's just, you know. Yeah. 
they don't see they had they didn't see the challenges though like that's yeah. that's the other thing that kind of gagged us whereas we're like well, they didn't see how well you did anyway, yeah. so they could only make their decision based on what they saw in the workroom and how well they know you, you know, yeah. and how mm -hmm. they know, like, especially even, like, what you say in that, like, deliberation part. Yeah. yeah. And it comes down to impressing the other people in the room. Mm -hmm. That was, that's, the, and the way that All Stars works, even if we weren't doing a jury, that's how you make it to the end. You impress the people pulling lipsticks. Yeah. Who cares what the judges think? They're yeah. not in charge of you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They can throw you in the bottom. Well, you clearly right. didn't care what Adam Lambert thought of you. Girl. Which we love that. We, I was like, yes, fuck yes, call that shit out. Yeah. I was like, this is not, this is, he was like, oh, so sing like a girl, like really high. And I was like, oh, so you believe in gender roles. Yeah, it's amazing. That's yeah. a joke, Stephanie. Yeah, like, of course. <laughs> right. If a drag queen says that to you, it's a joke. Right, yeah. right. But honestly, you're going to love Trixie Patel. My sense, of, <laughs> my sense of humor has gotten me in trouble my whole life because I say something that's clearly a joke. And, you know, 10 minutes later, I'm in an HR office on a phone call <laughs> right. being written up. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, of course. Have you been like that like, forever? I've been fired four times. Oh, no way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Bitch. I, this is a great thing about being tricksy. I can't fire myself. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I guess you could. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I remember when I worked for, um, <clears throat> there was a makeup company I worked for, and there was this girl. She was like 95 pounds. And one day she was like, oh, I'm so fat. Oh, my God. And I was like. I literally said, yeah, you're huge. <laughs> Don't joke about that. The next day, I was literally being written up. They're like, you called her fat. I was like, are we living in the real world? Right, like, right. Have you seen her? Yeah. That's why, I went, <laughs> that's why when Adam Lambert was like, you seem standoffish, um, they, they didn't cut to me responding mm -hmm. because I was like, didn't happen. I wasn't standoffish. Right, If yeah. anything, you're hot, and I was afraid of you. Sure. Yeah. yeah. yeah he was so from. hot in real life. I never thought he was hot in pictures. In real life, he was so hot. Oh, wow. I could see that. I feel like in person, the energy would like inform He's tall, that. and he wears a short heel, and he's very hot. Oh, wow. Very hot. We, we, we hope he's on Drag Race again. We kind of liked him as a, yeah. as a judge. It was, yeah. He, he did good things. He like fits into the world of it. Yeah. And, and when it came down to the, to the jury, I mean, I don't understand... I don't know. I didn't have to pick. I didn't have to pick a single lipstick all season. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which is which definitely. Nice. I mean, on the surface, did play to my favor. Nobody was like mad at me, mm -hmm. right? But however, that logic doesn't hold up because Thorgy voted for Shangela, exactly. right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Chi Chi's so, one of Shangela's BFFs and didn't pick Shangela, right? So it, yeah, and, and as you said, you don't know what the decision was. Yeah. Like what was actually informing this? And yeah. And our, you know, we talked about this last week. Is like it just does not feel like something against Shangela. It didn't. Yeah. Yeah. It, did, it didn't. I don't. I. I, you only can pick two. Yeah. For whatever reason you felt. So now with, uh, obviously with All Stars 3 wrapped, uh, let's talk about, uh, let's talk about One Stone. Before sure. We, before we talk about One Stone, I just have to say, on season seven, you didn't get to do Snatch Game. I didn't. We saw a clip of you doing Anne Frank. I, I And did. we died. Well, Was that going to be your... She died. Oh, she... <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it was my... Um, I, well, it was for my audition video, right. and I knew I wanted to make a choice that was going to be memorable out of all the tapes they get. Okay, yeah. And so I was like, I probably can't do this on TV, but I'm going to do this for my audition video. Right, right. Who so, would you have done? Um, I was going to do RuPaul. Oh, you were? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was always Yeah, I was going to do RuPaul. Mm -hmm. Cool. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, One Stone. Let's talk about One Stone. One Stone. Which is, I mean, one of the things we also gushed about you in the last episode is just like, what you're doing with drag and how it's it is something new it is new it's trailblazing yeah right and certainly in terms of music obviously a lot of queens have come out with a single or an album but it's that sort of genre of drag music party music it's mm -hmm. about the beat it's a lot of auto-tune it's something to death drop to 
there's not really much to death drop to in one stone. You could death drop to one stone. I wouldn't want to see it. <laughs> right. I don't think it'd be impactful. Yeah, it's worth but a shot. Kimchi and I always would joke about like when when two birds came out last year. We would always joke about like we can't wait for the Joelapus super remix of like one of your ballads <laughs> right. at the club. Like yes. right. this huge beat drop. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> so um, I have to ask. So you produced this album? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I like financially like put it all out. It's myself. all yours. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's yeah. all like, yours. It's not like, under a record label. It's nope. all owned by you. Pay the musicians, printed it, put it on iTunes, all of it. Fabulous. Wow. Yeah. Wow. My friend Brandon James Gwynn, who's a New Yorker actually, mm-hmm. he um, works in like the music circuit here. So he's the one who found my musicians oh. and sort of directed them with like, this is the song we want, sort of this. Who, um, who, mm-hmm. who played the violin on your album? Um. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Asking the hard questions. I forgot. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I think... I forgot. Okay. But I got a lot of great musicians. Most of them work on Broadway. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like the drummer I had for both my albums, he's like a sub for like, I think he's a sub for Wicked, Hamilton, and Dear Evan Hansen. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Um, My guitar, my electric guitar player was from Dear Evan Hansen. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Um, So I got a lot of musicians who in the daytime don't have a gig, but Broadway musicians are extremely high quality and they're great at sight reading. Right. So they Mm -hmm. could come in, look at my simple little folk music and they could pull out the good stuff really really quickly so you had like charts written out did somebody copy yeah. that for you or so how I, you I wrote them um i wrote them and then sat in my bathroom and recorded them in my iphone and sent them to brandon my um partner yeah this is my producer really i guess but mm-hmm. and then he turned it into a chart we discussed what um i gave him like references for what i wanted each sound to sound like and then we got the musicians and talked them through the pieces because I don't play drums. I don't play. Right. Right. I can't play that stuff. Right. But I played um, guitar, harp and sang the, the music. Did wow. you uh, have backup vocals? Was that you or was it somebody else? It was some of it's me. Some of it's Brandon. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I just want to just gush over soldier. Oh, you like that? I mean, mm-hmm. soldier, like it spoke to me the most because I am, first of all, I'm like so hard on myself and I am also like a workhorse and I don't know how to give myself a fucking break. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. I mean, tonight as we sit here, I was like, you know what I should do tonight? I should sit in this hotel room and do nothing. Mm-hmm. And then the second I had an opportunity to do a podcast, <laughs> right. I'm like, yes! Yes, yeah. Um, that song was about, um, it's, it's, it's about being the type of person who does not know how to, Dolly Parton always says, um, make a living, but don't forget to make a life. Oh, I love mm-hmm. that. Like, you have to focus on relaxing. Yeah. I mean, for our listeners, just, the chorus, I wrote it down. Uh, you guys recited some of my lyrics from Moving Parts, too, and that oh was Oh, my sweet. God. Oh, I mean, we you, you spoke to us, Mary. Good. Yeah. Thank you. And I feel like you were saying with the lip sync that it was like Trixie tapped out and Brian tapped in. Yeah. And it does feel that way. What's so interesting with this album and with Two Birds is it's, you know, you're on the cover as Trixie Mattel, and obviously the name on the album is Trixie Mattel, but these songs feel much more representative of you as Brian. Yeah. Like half, yeah. Like the music is the banana, mm-hmm. but Trixie's the sticker on the banana with the girl with the hat. Right. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Chiquita the Chiquita banana, banana girl. Yeah. 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 I mean, being a white guy with a guitar, it turns out not special. Right. You know? Apparently, right. yeah. But this, <laughs> like, this, like, you know, sort of country music star meets, like, uh, like Burning Man sort of <laughs> Barbie right. doll. Right. That in, that performing it is a lot more interesting it to watch. It was kind of like... Um, just the, your cover of Two Birds actually reminds me of A Mighty Wind. Oh, totally. Mm-hmm. Like, I can see that. Absolutely. Era, yeah. you know? I was yeah. just like, okay, this is this is beautiful. Yeah. Um, but just the lyrics, the, the chorus from Soldier, which I just love. Oh, Soldier, take your time. No one said the words all have to rhyme. And if they do, it's fine. And even if they don't, no one needs to know. 
whoa, soldier, you got to let things go. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it repeats multiple times. Uh, and I, I, the the bridge I also love too. Don't look down the barrel with an arrow and a bow. Uh, dr- uh, dress down in apparel with camouflage from head to toe with everything so sterile in a heavy monotone. Um, I just, we have conversations a lot about um, masculinity and putting on masculinity and how so many gays also feel the need to kind of like be mask for mask yeah. and how exhausting it is, even more exhausting than seeing a, a boy dress in a, in a dress and tuck and put on makeup. It's just, I'm just like, how are you doing this all the time? Being so monotone, being so sterile, yeah. dressing in this camouflage so that nobody notices your light totally. and, and your mm-hmm. beauty, you know? Yeah. I just, this song is so fantastic. Thank you. Yeah. Thank, yeah. it's, Thank it's, you. I write them all for my human development and it's always interesting to see what works for people and what, and why. Mm-hmm. And I try to write the music in a way that it reads, um, it reads differently to, depending on who you are. Mm-hmm. Like from the last album, I want to put on the dress again. Yeah. Oh, it turns yeah. out for trans men, it's like their song. Oh, wow. Yeah. I never thought about that. Oh, right. Yes. Right. Yeah. Never thought about it. Yeah, that's oh, incredible. Oh, my God, that's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And Soldier for me was about being self employed and how, like, if sometimes it feels like if at every moment I'm not working, it's all going to go away. Mm-hmm. Um, or, like, you know, um, I know people in my life who have a lot of anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just it was about that, oh. but it could also be about you know people being put on basically. Yeah, because yeah. you can't relax. You can't um you can't have like authentic moments in your life if you're just trying to like you know like orchestrate everything all the time. Right, yeah. right. There's a way to live in color versus not. Yeah, you know? yeah. When I like that the the lyric about you know it's okay if they don't rhyme. I've been I've been queening out on Mr. Rogers lately because you know it was <laughs> girl. A, have you too? I have been watching it. Yes. I'm developing a new project that uh, is similar, and I was I'm watching a lot of his, and when he looks at the camera and says, "I'm happy you're here because I'm glad to be your friend," yeah. it feels authentic. Oh, 110 <laughs> percent. Yeah, and oh, that whole fabulous. message of like it's okay to be you, and like I I've just I don't know. I guess because he's got the documentary coming out, it was his birthday. There's the biopic coming out with Tom Hanks. He's just kind of having this moment. Um, and I think Twitch is like airing all of their episodes again. Um, but I feel like that idea of like, it's okay if it doesn't rhyme. That just read Fred Rogers to me right away. Totally. And then um, no one said the words have to rhyme, but if they do, it's fine. Right. Yeah. It's sort of like, listen, but if you need to like clench your teeth and like dictate your life, right. that's also fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like try not to. Yeah, let it go. Learn to let things go. When right. You can. Yeah. And, right. The, and if you, um, even if they don't, no one needs to know, like, Bitch, nobody is micro-analyzing your shit. No, the way you're you the only one looking oh, at no yourself walking to that party. Yeah. You're the only one thinking about like what socks you're wearing like, when you, you ain't walk special. In. Yeah. yeah. Right. The message is you're special, but the greater message is you ain't special. Yeah. yeah. I need to make like a series of tapes from millennials that are like, you know, like the 90s that have like motivation self-building tapes. Of course. Sure. <laughs> I need to make a series of tapes that are like, you're garbage. <laughs> no one right. cares about your you bangs. Bring them down. <laughs> No one noticed you got face framing layers. Well, no one gives a shit. It's right. so relieving, yeah. too. No, no one cares. Right. Yeah. Well, that's the, I mean, that's the irony of being insecure is you think that everybody thinks you're the, the most important person in the room. They must all be looking at you. Yeah. And it's like, it, it just makes no sense whatsoever. It's like, it just dif- it diffuses insecurity whatsoever because insecurity assumes everyone's looking at you. Right. But totally. everyone's looking at themselves. Totally. Or their phones, you know? Um, I write all the music and I write it... Um, in bursts, so like I'll go weeks without writing anything, and okay. then Soldier, I just had an idea. I sat down, wrote it in 
15 minutes. I was Badass. just like, this is it. Mm-hmm. And I write all my songs first line to the end. So I write them in chronological order. Mm-hmm. I don't skip around. I like, it's very, I don't think anybody else does that. As, I know it sounds like I like roll my eyes back and like write in tongues. <laughs> like, but that's kind of what happened. Right. Um, Did you have a lot of these songs done when Two Birds came out? As kind of like Two Birds was originally I wrote about twelve songs mm-hmm. and I picked my favorite six. Okay. okay. Because I like short things. Mm-hmm. You know, the Trixie and Katja is fairly short. Uh when it was a series was short. Right. Un-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh un-huh. yeah. Yeah. Unhuh. Yeah. I'm sorry. Un-huh. I'm, I'm too uh, inhibited to say it real. <laughs> and then the um the album I like short things because I also it's my own financial investment. So I was like, what if it bombs? Okay. Six songs bombing isn't as bad as 12 songs bombing. <laughs> right. And also, yeah. I'm not too proud. I'm like, I'm going to pick my six favorites, and the rest don't have to be released. It's not not every song has to be the song you sell. Do you mm-hmm. perform those live? No, I just kind of, they're just there. Or I forget them or catalog them or let them go. Got it. Um, and then for, I always thought Two Birds, to me that spoke to me, because um, I wrote the, the, the album on two different guitars named after birds. Um, and oh, I wow. thought Trixie and Brian, I was like, Two Birds, yeah. in sense. And I wanted to, people were like, my manager was like, do you see it coming from Brian or Trixie? And I was like, Two Birds, One Stone, however people think about it. Yeah. And then I always thought if Two Birds did well, I could follow it with One Stone. Mm. And you'll notice the album art too, like the first album, Two Birds, is sort of like, because it's supposed to be a volume one and two. The first album is like late 50s, early 60s, like radio country. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And the second album art is sort of like, what if those two people, what if their star fell a little bit? And then they perf- they started up with the folk movement and perform like the VFW, you <laughs> oh, know? Yeah. The wood paneling. I'm yeah. seeing it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's great. And, yeah. and like one of them, the, the guy on the cover, I have glasses and groom a fro out Yeah. and the girl doesn't have the big country hair. She has straight Joni Mitchell hair. <laughs> right. Right. Um, and I always liked including the imagery of Brian and Trixie, because honestly, when people listen to it, I don't think people think about who's singing. They just, they think about the story of the song. Yeah. No, that's a really good point is like, yeah, and, well, and especially folk, now, folk like, and country music is all about the story. Right? Yeah, but like I don't know if I'm picturing you in or out of drag singing it. I'm just hearing the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's interesting. It's yeah. like in Sybil when she's like she learns to play piano and she's like, "How did I learn to play piano?" And then she finds out one of her alter egos plays piano. Right. <laughs> I can't believe you're bringing up Sybil right now. Yeah. Um, and for me, I just I let the music of Brian, my music and my comedy inform the material of. Trixie, mm-hmm. yeah, and I, I mean, I got to tell you, like three years ago, whatever, when I was doing Drag Race the first time, I did not realize how much incorporating my real sense of humor and my real music into Trixie, I had no idea people would go for it, yeah, like that. Mm-hmm. And now I found that my honesty with the way I make jokes and my music is the reason people are down to clown. Like, yeah, yeah, they know that there's at least like a Trixie's the candy wrapper and the the, the material's like the actual candy bar, right? You know, yeah. When you are touring and performing, I'm assuming it's always in Trixie drag. Yeah. Is that something you've considered just doing a boy drag? Believe me, when I'm sitting there about to put drag on, I'm like, do I just have to? (laughs) Do I just have to? (laughs) But especially with the type of comedy I like to do, the Trixie look really helps it land. Mm -hmm. And there's something really interesting. I think people like to watch Trixie because it's like a crying clown moment. Yeah. Oh, sure. Super painted up and snatched and fabricated and... But then all the content is based in, it's sort of this deadpan mm-hmm. comedy. Yeah. I think that's what works for people. Yeah. I mean, well, when we saw you do moving parts on All Stars, I mean, that's when I kind of got that. And I was like, oh, 
this really works. Yeah. Like it's this folk music. It's like super heartfelt. The lyrics are amazing. And then we have this clown doing it. And it just reminded me of uh, that famous clown opera that I can't think of. Right I know. Now. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I know. Oh, and yeah. I'm thinking of a word that's not the word. Pagliacci. There it is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's that's a not drag the word. name. Yeah. Right. Pagliacci. Welcome to the stage. Yeah. Welcome to the stage, Pagliacci. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I knew for the talent show I could play my harp because I was like, there's going to be opportunity to do comedy this whole season. Oh, sure. This is the only time I'm going to get to do something like right. that. Did you yeah. have pedals? On? Uh-huh. You did? That, when that, I, that's what brought in the harmonies? Or? Yeah. When I play live, I play with loop pedals and harmony pedals so oh. I can add loops and um, harmony because and, I travel alone. So. Oh, you do? So you're not going to... How, when you tour, you're, it's just you. When I tour with Moving Parts, um, which is like 50 U.S. cities, mm-hmm. I'll have an opener, Fuck. and then um, we'll probably play together some in the show. But I'm used to playing alone, and I like playing alone because in the, you know, if somebody in the middle of the program, I can stop whenever. It's fun to be able to stop the music whenever okay. or mm-hmm. tell a joke yeah. or change songs or whatever. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. yeah That's I, really I like impressive. It's very Andrew Bird. It's like, I mean, I just love how Andrew Bird performs live. Mm-hmm. And it's because it's so impressive that it's just like a one-man band. Yeah. So now we have a one-drag band. It's just Andrew, he's fabulous. great. Yeah. yeah. That album where it's all country, old country songs. Uh, weather, was it the Weather Vanes one? I think it's called Three White Horses, and it's all old country songs covered. It's really good. Oh, hmm. Fabulous. So obviously, it's probably preemptive to be like, oh, so what are you going to do next in music? But have you been kind of thinking long terms of like what you want after One Stone? Well, One Stone, which is now available on iTunes, to quote one of the greats, <laughs> <Yes>. um, <laughs> it's right there on the homepage and it's still up there on the charts. Um, I was happy to put it out and now I'm, because now I'm touring um, now with Moving Parts, which features Moving Parts from Drag Race. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a whole stand-up show. I'm touring that for like 50 cities. And then in the summer, I'll develop my new show. Um, and I can't decide what I'm going to call it. I can't. I, Skinny Legend will be fun. Oh, yeah. I was throwing around the name. I know why the mocking. I know why the cage bird lip syncs. <laughs> that's funny. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, I, what I'm really happy they talked about on Drag Race was the aspect of my personality as an introvert. So mm. I was thinking of calling it uh, Tricks Mattel, not a hugger. Oh, I love it. Oh yeah. Yes. That's a great mm-hmm. name. Yeah. Not yeah. a hugger. And you hugged me when I first met you. I hugged I, you. I'm yeah. sorry. That's okay. <laughs> I yeah. I, I was like, it what? was a lot for me. Yeah. Yeah. It was off brand, but we're impressed. I broke yeah. boundaries. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm touring that, and then of course I'm always writing new music and writing new jokes. And um, the Trixie and Katja show is still on every Wednesday. So how are you doing all of this at the same time, Soldier? I, I just, just do it. I yeah. mean, is it, do it? Do you when you film Katya and Trixie? Do you film multiple episodes once, and then it's like? Well, when we filmed the Trixie and Katya show, we were doing about two weeks straight of all day drag, doing about one episode a day. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I left straight from there to go do All Stars. Wow. And then I left All Stars to go back to the studio same day, get in drag, and shoot more Trixie and Katya. Oh my God. And sometimes, I mean, it's really difficult, but, you know, people like RuPaul and people who are big deal celebrities, their schedules look really difficult all the time. Yeah. Okay. Somebody once said, as long as you are successful, your schedule will never be easy. That makes sense. I feel like that's like a, with Joan, Joan Rivers. Rivers. Yeah. She, she was booked until her last day. Yeah. 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 Um, so when you're filming the Trixie and Katya show, obviously, I mean, obviously the editing is the third character. Oh my God. Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah. When we got the offer, we were like, our number one thing is we have to have the editors. Right. Cause they are really the, they're the third character in the room. Yeah. Yeah. Really. And it really, I've heard you, you and Katya talk about like when you watched it, when you watched Unha, it was like, you're watching it with us. Cause you don't really know what, what it's going to be. No, oh, we wow. give them the raw material and then yeah. Chris and Ron, uh, put it all together. Mm-hmm. Um, and Damn. they turned the party. So yeah. when you're doing, when you're recording the raw material, how much of it is you guys just like free balling and how much of it just like you've scripted, you know, you want to do certain bits. Like how organic is we, it? We pick the topics mm-hmm. and Viceland is either like yes or no. 
Um, some <laughs> topics they're like, maybe not. Mm-hmm. You know, like we've always wanted to do suicide and they were always like, mm, I don't really trust you guys. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't say that, but like the tone was like, what about not doing that? Right. Like, okay. Um, cause we like to talk about topics that are difficult and present them in maybe a way that's like, you know, smaller bites, not so scary. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the thing. We like to be funny. And same with Bob when he's on the show now. We like to be funny, but also accidentally inform. Right. Accidentally address something that's a taboo that no one wants to talk about. Right. Like people laugh and think. Yeah. 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 Um, and the, the, the editing, they throw it in afterwards. So we never know what's going to happen. So, I mean, Katya and I used to watch it and we would like FaceTime each other and watch it and just be like, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, it was a YouTube series too. I mean, we've done 60 episodes on YouTube and it was like, we, we would just laugh every time. Yeah. The one with the, the floating head one with the green screen. I mean, that Nuts. was like, <laughs> yeah. I said to them, I was like, listen, I want to do a green screen episode. How much are $12 on Amazon? Get them. Get them. <laughs> right. Do it. It's worth it. Get them. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then Bob is so great because in the current episodes, I mean, Katya and I have a certain dynamic. Bob, let's be honest, I'm so Caucasian. <laughs> and Bob is this beautiful black queen from New York. Right. right. There's no, but like we have perfect synergy, but also completely different points of view on everything. He's a right. gr- I love having him on the show. He's so funny. Yeah, he's a, I mean, he's a great fit. If, if Katya's not there, Bob is I, really I was surprised amazing. at how quickly it just like yeah. happened. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. I feel like people who love Katya were sort of like, oh, I guess we'll see. <laughs> and then they watched it and they were like, okay, bitch. Like Bob's untested. Like nobody's ever seen Bob the drag totally. queen before. I totally. think he's a mate. I mean, yeah. he's a professional comedian. Yeah. Oh, really? right? He could be up there by himself and it would be great. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I've been, st- and I steal him from his rehearsals for, um, you know, he's rehearsing another show, um, Angels in America in Berkeley. Oh, that's right. Which has been announced. Oh, that's right. So he's, I basically have to kidnap him from that because yeah. he's rehearsing every day to record. Who is he in Angels in America? I can't remember. The drag queen, the African drag queen yeah. character. Oh, yeah. I queen. saw that a few weeks, or whenever that was um, was announced, and it was like, oh, yeah, that's going to be amazing. Yeah. Yeah, Bob's a legend. He's um, great. And, and it's still on every Wednesday at 1030 on Viceland. Yeah, I was going to say, you have like two episodes left of, there's like one tonight yes. for recording, and then yes. there's, I think, one more next week. Yeah. What's, do you guys know what's happening next? We don't know yet. Um, hmm. I'm hoping for the best. Yeah. I think it's so funny. Yeah. This last week episode, Money, if you guys at home have never seen the show, download the Money episode and tell me you're not like crying laughing. <laughs> it's it is yeah. so funny. Yeah. Um, we, we hope for the best. I mean, obviously we've gone through some changes in administration, but I mean, it's a funny show. Um, I don't want to toot my own horn, but it's a, we've shown that it's funny no matter who else is in that other chair. So Yeah. And I, what's interesting about it is that it's, I think about the fact that it's you two in drag, like tertiarily. You know what I mean? Like I don't think about it first. You know, I think it's it's you and Katya, it's yeah. two performers in uh-huh. drag, and it's listening to you guys talk and you guys riff and you guys do things. And it's like, in some ways, I don't even need the drag. Yeah. But that's I kind of love that 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 yeah. doesn't have to become the first thing about the show. That that is so important that we've always said we want to make a show that's primarily funny, mm-hmm. primarily comedy. And then on the second thought, you're like, Oh yes, it's a drag show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. You know, we want the content to be good. And the same with my music with one stone and two birds. I want it to be good whether or not I was dressed up. Yeah. And that way the drag just becomes frosting. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. just, it's just a cherry. Yeah. I feel like a lot of, I mean, I, I, you know, when you look back at like gay television and you, you look at like Will and Grace and Ellen and all that and everything was, 
was first and foremost about being gay and then you flash forward how many years and it's like oh there's gay characters and, and it doesn't have to get mentioned the first episode they don't have to put that clunky exposition of it's like, not important yeah it's not important mm. and it's interesting to see that happening to drag obviously if you're a channel surfer and you see me and Bob or me and Katya you're like I'm watching this yeah it's a lot more exciting I mean C-SPAN's got some competition <laughs> yes <laughs> absolutely. absolutely and even on Viceland which is a, a channel that I think primarily their audience is probably heterosexual men mm-hmm yeah, I'm we, into it. We've had a lot. We've had a lot of people be like, "I didn't think it was going to be funny," but it, like, they say it whatever straight way, but they say that it turns my pussy out. Right. Yeah. You whatever know? version of, they, of that is. Yeah. yeah if you yeah. like the comments on Instagram on the Viceland, it'll be you know like every once in a while it's like a neckbeard from Iowa being like, <laughs> you know, right. What the hell? Right. Who are these monsters on There's the television? There's plenty of guys who are straight guys who are like, you got to see it. It's funny. Yeah. They're yeah. like, I promise it's funny. Well, you know, we do have some um, straight Mary listeners. That, yeah. Which uh, women? Drag race. No, men. men. Really? We, we have many surprised. straight women, but also straight men. Yeah. Yeah. That are just like into it. Yeah. I met a guy the other day. There's a lyric from Two Birds that says, can a cactus and a lily find a common pot to grow? Yeah. <laughs> and I met a straight guy that had a tattoo of a cactus and a lily growing in a pot. And I was like, that is nuts. Wow. Straight guy. Wow. Oh, straight guys. Yeah. 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 I yeah. mean, that's, you know, I think I think that whole idea, the whole concept um, of carrying on Rue's legacy, and I say that with air quotes because I think it's, it's as much that as it is what do you do as an artist in your career. But I think that concept of she was the one drag queen that everybody knew, and now there's the possibility of multiple drag queens I feel like that's happened where, okay, there's multiple famous drag queens, but then I think what you're doing is this next step of now there's drag queens not on, you know, logo or like a niche channel or not right. niche yeah. music. It's Yeah, they're not lip syncing anymore. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It's moving, especially like folk or like country music. I right. mean, that is like a no-go in some ways. Totally. It's so odd to be, you know, like, uh, you know, on the billboard charts or on the iTunes charts for folk and country music. Yeah. But then never be spoken of in those publications. Yeah. It's like... So it's not it, it's not crossing over to that extent. It's it's still like you know it's touch and go. Um, I mean, I, I will say, I I recently just saw Casey Musgrave. Oh, I love her. I mm -hmm. mean, "Follow Your Arrow" is like one of my oh, favorite songs. You saw her live. I'm, she's um, a legend. I've only seen videos of her live. She's a legend. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, people like her are pushing the boundaries. They're singing about her smoking weed and kissing girls. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which are two things I don't do. Right. But yeah, Ugh. <laughs> Ugh, Jesus, gross. Uh, Jesus, gross. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. Um, um, but, but like even her kind of just recognizing you, and I think just like even like creating that bond of like, okay, you're doing something different too in country. I'm doing something different too in country. I just feel like yeah, more people are gonna. Happen. I mean, if you build it, they will come. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And if you you're, can create a community of sorts of people doing it, it's a weird time where the whole earth is realizing, like, you don't you don't know you like drag. Mm -hmm. Do you like Medea? Do you like Mrs. Doubtfire? Right. Then you like drag. Yeah. Right. It's it, not that serious. Yeah. It doesn't make you gay. Right. The same way listening to Selena doesn't make you Hispanic. <laughs> exactly. You yeah. can enjoy something from another culture as a visitor and as an open-minded person. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean you identify as that. Like, what is that? Right. right. Yeah, and also, if you did identify as it, why is it a problem for you? It's right. a follow-up question. You know, what are mm -hmm. you afraid of? That you'll laugh at two drag queens on TV? Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's yep. what needs to be examined. Mm -hmm. right? I mean, on Jimmy Fallon's show, he does that series where he's in that wig. Mm -hmm. I was watching him in that wig doing that like ew section, <laughs> that show ew. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. with John Cena in a wig, and I'm like, Love okay, that. that's drag. Yeah, yeah. Fred Armisen does drag in most of his right. career. Oh my god, one of the most brilliant drag queens that I can think of. Completely. On TV. Yeah. Women yeah. and women first. Yes. 
bitch. Oh yeah, we quote that all the all time. time. Oh, like women. Like, like women. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like women. women. Oh, like women. Like women. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what a woman looks like. <laughs> so good. Yeah. So good. People don't realize that they already like drag, and then once yeah. they dip their toe in the water, it's sort of like that moment where, um, you know. You're like making a face and then you try the food and then you like it and then yep. you're like, oh, I like it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You drummed it up to be this thing. I think it's because, you know, 15, 20 years ago, drag queens were just seen as like, you know, the marshals in the pride parade. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Right. But now it's people are the, the lines are blurring and people are enjoying the content for what it is and then deciding what it technically is later. Right. Sure. Which well, is and important. Can, and when you think about country music, I mean, it's just like, I mean, obvious reference. Dolly Parton is in full drag. She's in a corset and a wig and lashes. Yeah, I just don't know <laughs> the difference. Shania Twain, she feels like a woman. Yeah. Isn't she already a woman? Right. <laughs> right? Like, this has been happening. Yeah. So it, in some ways, it's your point. It's like, you don't even know how much you already like this. You don't even know how much this is already there and it's not knocking on the door. The Housewives. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I just said, oh watch Travis Live with Erica Jane. We were in the same color. <laughs> we were wearing the same color. And we were wearing the same outfit, basically. Right. Right. And I was like, people love drag. They just don't, maybe, they're not ready to call it drag. Right. Yeah. Okay, there you yeah. go. No. Yeah, we think of um, Trisha Paytas, we think is in drag. Girl! Oh. I love New York. Pee Wee Herman. Pee Wee Herman. We talked Herman. about that before. Yeah. The biggest drag king or queen. Yeah, right. for sure. Right. You're looking at drag. You've been looking at it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that um, I hope to present work that is showing people, um, oh, I thought of drag queens as this. Never thought they could be this. Yeah. Yeah. That's really what we're going through mm-hmm. is people know what a drag queen is. And people think drag queen, they go to Wikipedia and they search it and they probably see a picture of RuPaul from 1981 in the right. Pretty Bunch movie. Right. You know, <laughs> right. or whatever year that was. Yeah. Uh, 1995. Which, yeah. by the way, was my first uh, RuPaul foray. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably me too. Yeah. Yeah. I no, feel I like think I rem- absolutely that was me too. I remember yeah. seeing the RuPaul show on VH1. Like, I was obviously, I was too young to really get it, but it was like, there's something going on here. You yeah. know, it's we, like when, you, when you're young, but you're gay, but you don't have all the terminology, you're like, I know I speak this language. I just don't know how to form the words. Totally. You know? Well, we've talked about the Brady Bunch before and how basically all the Bradys are in drag in that movie. Yeah. I mean, you think of Shelley Long. I mean, Shelley Long with that wig and right. the affect and they're in the 70s garb. I mm-hmm. mean, the whole movie. They're is, sticking out. That movie yeah. is. But I think before it's time. Absolutely. Oh, completely. Yeah. And completely. underappreciated. And RuPaul is in it, too. Mm-hmm. I mean... Right. There's all these nods. Selling her book. You know, yeah. I mean, it was just so on brand for her, right. too. That so, is one thing I've taken from RuPaul. You don't go anywhere without something to sell. Yeah. I mean, take the opportunity. Yeah. It's, I mean, who's who's going to speak up for you when mm-hmm. you're trying to do something? Right. Oh, right. You know. Yeah. So speaking of... Because, you know, we, we all... Besides Drag Race, we talk about a lot of, like, draggy movies and things that feel queer or, or influential. Oh, yes. And one of the movies we just reviewed was Romy and Michelle's High School Reunion. Girl! <laughs> yes. Which I had actually not seen before. And it was like... I cannot sup- believe it. I know. The problem is it advertises this, and it's a bait and switch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You think it's going to be this dumb surfer girl movie. Mm-hmm. It has so much heart. Oh, my God. Oh. It's it's a love story between these two women. It is so beautiful yeah. and hilarious. And hilarious. And the best part is it's the friendship of like, okay, Romy's maybe not always a great person. Mm-hmm. And maybe Michelle's not always a smart person, but like in the two of them, they are complete. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. And like, it's funny what the whole movie you sort of know as the viewer, you're watching them superficially prepare for this thing they shouldn't care about. 
Right. So you're rooting for them on a human level because you've been that person yeah. who tried too hard for people you don't care about. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And people write that movie off. I mean, it has so much depth and it has so much, the rewatchability of that movie oh, is so high. Fantastic. Yeah. That's what I'm most excited about is, oh, there's so yeah. many things I, I've probably missed the first time oh, to totally. go rediscover. I mean, I remember being young and I liked drag before I knew I liked drag. I mean, um, Audrey and Little Shop of Horrors. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, Peg Bundy. Right. Yeah. People oh, that yeah. were painted to look trashy. When mm-hmm. you're a kid and you're gay, you're like, she's the most beautiful woman I've ever oh, yeah. seen. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Miss Yvonne from Pee Wee. Oh, fa- oh yeah. Elvira. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. Um, uh, uh, Morticia Adams. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Angelica Houston. Yes. Right. Yeah. And like, this is drag. Right. Yeah. Right. People aren't just figuring out what to call it. Yeah. Right. So, of course, you and uh, Katya did a Romy and Michelle sort of live musical. Yeah, we did. It was so fun. Yeah. Who, and were, so, you, who were you? you I were? was Romy. Oh. And then she was Michelle. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. Can we ask for a little bit of that Romy voice again? Oh, yeah, sure. Loving this. Um, let's see. Oh, Ramon. Discover me, Ramon. <laughs> you are Columbus and I am America. Discover me, Ramon. <laughs> I had to practice it. I had to get it's it. It's so spot on. It's so good. It's so spot on. I mean, if you have to, my shoe is slowly filling up with blood. She's so good. So good. I mean, that was like the big takeaway was like, obviously not for reasons of her own. Uh, Mira Servino's career was, you know, sidetracked, but it's like, I forgot. She's so fucking funny. But she's an Oscar. Yeah. yeah. She's so fucking talented. Yeah. 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 And Lisa Kutcher, I mean, I don't know. We love Lisa Kutcher from the comeback. Oh, are you? Oh, well, I got it. Of course. (laughs) Yes. Bitch. Um, yeah, <laughs> I hope Mira Servino. She needs her egot. She needs her. Yeah, I'm gonna get whatever the drag version is. So drag race is, uh, I don't know, this crown. For Dr. C? Yeah, D, yeah. D? And then I'm nominated for a James Beard Foundation Award I right now. I saw that. What's up with that? Um, why are you acting surprised? Everyone knows that <laughs> yeah. I'm a culinary tastemaker. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you? Skinny legend and culinary yes, tastemaker from Millie Wakay. Millie Wakay. I have figured out my friends who work in food, etc. Do not tell them you're nominated for a James Beard. Oh, shit. Not, not I'm like, good. Yeah. I might win a James Beard. And they're like, for what? <laughs> I'm like, okay, I did this video where I made a burger. I made a, I made a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and a cocktail. Right. And they're like, I worked in food my whole life. <laughs> yeah. And you might win a James Beard for a sandwich. Right, right. For the first thing people learn out of me. Yeah. Right. I'm like, you don't know. However, that video, if you guys haven't seen it, it's on GQ. It's mm-hmm. so funny. It's called Trace Mattel Makes a Sandwich. Yeah. And I am proud of it because I made a mundane task very funny. Yeah. Right. Great. Right. You like dragged it up. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, if I, I mean, so if I win that, um, <laughs> I don't know what the gay trifecta would be then. You win a James Beard. A to- you need a Tony. Oh, I guess I would need a Tony. Yeah. yeah. Are you, yeah. Do, you have, do you have plans That's to do stage work uh, Broadway? I or? just, I really like doing stand up. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you could do a Broadway stand up show. Right. That's true. I mean, yeah. you would have to get so famous. Yeah. Yeah. Could you just be like on a nightly basis on a, on a stool? Sell out a, <laughs> Broadway theater. Well, you could do one of those short, little limit, limited engagement. Oh, that's month, true. You know, yeah. Bruce Springsteen yeah. did it. Uh, Falsettos did it. Uh, there, I mean, there's yeah, you short just, engagements. Yeah, that's Paris, true. Carousel isn't going to be on Broadway for it could long. happen. Yeah. yeah, I would love to do that. I mean, yeah. I love doing stand up and playing my guitar, and if I get to do it here, cool. But, yeah, right. Maybe. Yeah, but then I have to live in New York. I mean, oh, fuck that. yeah, I know. Well, yeah. you could stay in this wonderful lot. This palatial moment. <laughs> right, yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Please jump to the stage. Palatial moment. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think I'm going to insert a little break here and maybe we can move on to some season 10 talk. Yeah. And yeah. Fill out some questions. I really need to pee, Mary. Okay. <laughs> and welcome back. We are here with 
Miss Trixie Mattel. Woo! <laughs> uh, and we just watched the first 15 minutes of the new season 10. Yeah. Yeah, we just watched Drag Race with, with Trixie Mattel, so I'm good. <laughs> it was amazing. I, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fangirl I hadn't for a moment. seen it yet. Yeah. The first like 10 minutes. Yeah. yeah. First of all, let me just say this. That workroom is new. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know when you go to the dentist and they paint it soft, calming pastels? Mm-hmm. Because they want you to calm down. Right. What do you think they want when they paint it <laughs> flaming pink and snake skin? That's a good point. That's a really good point. Imagine yeah. if you're under extreme duress and you just turn to the wall for comfort and it's neon snake skin. Right. And it's, <laughs> it's screaming back at you. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's um, certainly different. Yeah. So with the, I mean, are there any of these season 10 queens that you're particularly familiar with? Yes. Mm-hmm. I love Monet Exchange. Mm-hmm. Obsessed. Obsessed, yeah. obsessed, yeah. obsessed. And then, but her, in her confessional, she looks like Bob in kindergarten. <laughs> I mean, those glasses. The those glasses at the shirt. The starter glasses. Yeah. It was like an episode of Little Bill where she, he goes to the optometrist. <laughs> like, that's what I'm like. Right. Yeah. But you know, at the same time, I'm like, oh, I am so glad to get to look at these glasses all it's season. A look. Yeah, it's, it's a look. look. Yeah, it's yeah. a look. Yeah. Cue the 18 year old girls at the club wearing those glasses. Yep, oh, it's shit. done. Oh, it's shit. already done. Yeah. Um, I Market love Mitts. Mm-hmm. Oh, Miss Cracker. Cracker. Yes. Obsessed. Yeah. She's Cracker. so good live and she's so beautiful. Yeah. I mean, she's like, um, you know, a beautiful blonde with a great sense of humor. I love that. Right. Obviously. Yeah. I love that. Oh, Can't yeah. go wrong with she's that. She's so funny. Yeah. Um, and she has a review show, Review with the Jew. Oh, I, I've oh, seen I've that on YouTube. I haven't that. watched I haven't it yet. Yeah. yeah, which I didn't know she was Jewish. It's funny, re- call it Review with a Jew, when she, like, is <laughs> blonde. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't read Jewish at yeah, all. Yeah, like, you know. But some really Jewish people wear wigs all the time. Sure, right? exactly. Right. So maybe wearing a wig makes you really Jewish. Yeah, but. yeah. what do we know? Maybe she's, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Vixen's from Chicago. That's oh, right. Even That's when right. Vixen was a newer queen, she would get booked all the time at these big circuit parties we did because she lip syncs like a mother. Like, it oh. is... Nuts. That's good oh, tea. That's She's exciting. A really good lip mm-hmm. syncer. Like, Google any of her lip syncs and you're like, oh, that's not a game. Wow. She's really good. <laughs> um, who else? Oh, um, I'm on the roast tour right now with Eureka O'Hara. Oh, oh yeah. I've mm-hmm. gotten to know her very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Very I'm gifted. I'm excited to see her back on. Biggest yeah. drag queen I've ever seen. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. She's, she's like huge. Six, three, six, four. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. She's yeah. Big. She's a lot. The elephant queen. Yeah. The elephant queen. Yeah. She's yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, it all looks good. I mean, Yua's I, I, lashes. Ugh. Yeah. I love, this is not a read. I love lashes. It looks like you just stomped a spider. Right. <laughs> Her lashes are like, right. like, like um, on Instagram for a while, they were doing this like, Instagram challenge of like a hundred coats of mascara. Oh, I've seen those. Yeah. That mm-hmm. is what she looks like. Right. She did a hundred. Cause it's like, right. those aren't lashes. Those like, um, a baby's hand painted black and like <laughs> just stuck to the eye. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. These, these season 10 Queens, I mean, usually like we'll try to do like research on the Queens and do like a meet the Queens episode and all that. And I feel like with, you know, with t- season 10, just kind of like rushing in before you're even done digesting all stars three. Like I've had no chance to prepare oh, yeah. for this, this season. Yeah. I know. I think it's good. I think it's going to make everybody who watched, cause you watch all stars because you want to watch people you already know. Yeah. Right. And so they're getting, I think it's smart to pull people into people they don't know. Yeah. And they're already tuning in every week. So it's like, oh, I'll keep watching. Yeah. 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 So wait, I have a question. So about this entrance day, are you guys all just like lined up before? Do you guys see each other before? No, you're in separate rooms. Mm -hmm. You're in like isolation chambers with your headphones on. So you can't hear each other, see each other because they don't want you to know who anyone is. Right, right. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then they just bring you out one by one. Yep. They bring you out one by one. And like on All Stars, I, I'm, 
I think on season seven, I walked in somewhere in the middle. All stars, I walked in first, mm-hmm. which was right. totally anticlimactic. <laughs> right. Yeah. With the roller skates. Yeah. yeah. Right. right. I think they throw in the person you know is going to be there first. I we agree. say that. I think yeah. the first one in, I think Nicole Page Brooks was the only exception right. yeah. of, of queens who came in first and then stuck around for a little while. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Miss Fame, I guess, stuck around for a little while. Yeah. Yeah. And and felt like, oh, this is a queen. This is a queen of season seven. Yeah. No, I mean, like on All Stars, they put me in first because I think everybody knew I was going to be there. Oh, They put Eureka oh, in first because we all oh, knew Eureka was coming oh, back. Oh, Totally. Oh, I see. Yeah. I see. Yeah. You know, like that was a choice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, because we were expecting her the most. Yeah, it's funny if you watch the earlier seasons. Walking to the workroom just used to be entering the workroom, mm-hmm. and now entering the workroom is like a moment. It's a yeah. mini challenge within itself. Oh, sure. Right. I mean, Laganja, with no reward. Laganja Stranja, I think, kind of like started that with mm-hmm. her death drop immediately. Right. And and apparently, you told me that like she told them like back up the camera. What oh, was that, that I don't know. No, I, don't I know. heard that she told the people before she walked into that workroom. I'm going to do a death drop. Get ready for the death drop with the camera. Just so that they... Right. So she, she was like the original producer. Yeah, so she doesn't just like disappear throughout, out under the frame exactly. of the shot. That yeah. would have been great, though. That would have been kind of amazing. <laughs> a yeah. death drop that's just a body falling out of frame. It would have been like Wendy Williams when she passed oh, out. <laughs> Completely. That is a snatch game now. Wendy oh. Williams dressed as a, the, yeah. the Statue of Liberty just passing out over and over again. Right? Yeah. I'm like season 10, I'm waiting. That yeah. is a snatch game. Yeah. yeah. That is a snatch game. Um. The entrances, it's funny, the culture of the culture of entrances now, it mirrors the way now drag is influenced by a show about drag. Mm-hmm. Okay. Drag used to be influenced by like culture and art, and now you can tell these queens are influenced by the art of entering the workroom. They've seen it. They, mm-hmm. they know that it's a moment. It used to be like Stacey Lane pulling open a door and going like, hi. <laughs> like, is this the right room? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was it. Right. And then it became sort of like you walk in and deliver a joke. Yeah. Or you walk in and just have a moment. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, With All-Stars 3, it felt like when you guys would walk in, even despite their editing, it was like, God, they're just standing there like wondering when they can go over to the table and say hi. Like, that's yeah. how it felt watching it even. That is it. Like, how long are you standing there posing? They tell you to hit the pose and stay there for a while. <laughs> so weird. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's also weird when someone walks in because you hear shuffling footsteps and then they walk into a room and don't acknowledge you. Right, you know, right. It's, they have to it's do their own odd bit. when you're there. Right, but okay. it looks cool on TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. magic of TV. I'm yeah, into um, it. it's 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 just funny watching these entrances. It's like you know, try to like, establish a moment. Who do you think was successful? If the if the entrance was a mini challenge, who would be the top oh. top two of the week? Good question. I feel like, um, oh my god. Uh, I mean, I I feel like. Uh, well, when Asia O'Hara came in looking the way she did. Yeah, I mean that. <clears throat> that the white leather <clears throat> come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. that was an, I mean, she is so stunning mm-hmm. to me. I mean, I'll give Monet points for bringing a broom into the workroom. Sure. Like, I'm not mad at that. Sure. Yeah. I think I liked um, Yua just because of when when she walked over to everybody. Hi, gay people. I mean, right. it was yeah. just very clever. Yeah, yeah. She seems very charming. Um, yeah, my favorite look is Asia's, though, that white oh leather. My God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. She's brilliant. And on that deep skin tone, white leather. Right. Yeah. Nothing looks oh, more luxurious. Knows. Yeah, she yeah. Knows. And while I'm not that familiar with her, I am I just feel super excited about Monique Hart. There's something oh, about her, her that I'm so she drawn to. She so pretty in that yeah. blonde hair with the gold. Do you, know the, do you know the story of, okay, time for dinner? No. No. Okay, so Mitz Cracker on her very popular social media. You keep her, calling her Mitz. Is that Mitz Cracker? That's her name, right? Ms. Ms. Oh. Cracker. 
I thought it was Mitzcracker. Okay, well, we're going to call her Mitzcracker. <laughs> I've avoided this by never saying it, so I don't know. Okay, Cracker. Yeah. I'll yeah. call it Cracker. <laughs> sure. If you don't feel comfortable calling her Cracker because it's too, you know, yeah. too real. <laughs> um, a folk musician calling my friend Cracker. Right, oh, yeah. Um, Has anyone ever been whiter? Yeah. Yeah. But when that ball on her head, and okay, and um, on social media, her roommate's name is Caitlin, and she has a series where she's constantly on social media, and she turns to the camera and says, okay, Caitlin, time for dinner. But she says oh. it in this cadence of, okay, Caitlin, time for dinner. She's been doing it for like years. Oh, wow. And so this is like a nod to her so like hardcore fans. this is a nod to her hardcore fans. Yeah, that we know. didn't get. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's compilation videos of her saying it over and over again on social media. And all different drag looks. <laughs> I'd love to see that. That's yeah. great. Yeah. I'm happy she just said that. She, I mean, the ball on the head. She looks stunning. She yes. can't beat that look. Sure. The dress, yeah. the body, the makeup, the mm-hmm. hair. Oh, she's got it. Amazing. She feels like a queen that's just going to like, yeah, it's just going to slingshot out of the season yeah. into something. Uh, yeah. Um, and Monet did a reveal. Smart choice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was different. Just to, to create a moment. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was good. Yeah. I don't think, has that, has the reveal been done besides maybe Tempest having the baby? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there, anyone's done any like costume reveals. I have some favorite like bad entrances. Oh, please. Please. <laughs> yes. We, y- yes. We have some too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You guys ready to rock and roll? <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I better put these back on. Yeah, that was amazing. That was iconic in that respect. We like. Um, uh, I hope you brought a sweet tooth because Miss Candy Ho was in the motherfucking house. Oh yeah, <laughs> Candy Ho. That like just made my like just gave me like a chill. Yeah, we particularly we like when she says like, "Oh, that is right on my alley." Oh, right like, on, my alley. right yeah. on my alley. Or of course, Ornacia not being able to unzip. Oh my god! Oh, oh my god! Come yeah. through, Mama. For come me, through. Vivacious's drag name is Ornacia at this point. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Like she's the she's the host. <laughs> yeah. of the drag queen Ornacia. Yeah, yes. Ornacia <laughs> has this queen on her ass called Vivacious. Yeah, right, yeah. like she's yeah. crying, yeah. and then the, the body is Vivacious. Right. Have a good entrance or have a bad entrance. Right. Honestly, yeah. Be Lagancha or be. It, it, it is funny like if you watch season one it's maybe too much of a throwback for we, you, for oh, you we kids just, we just reviewed oh. it we just okay. reviewed it take yeah. us there but like there wasn't even a door no right it just BB walked in from outside <laughs> yeah. yeah you see a curtain kind of wave and yeah. she walks through there was no workroom no so wa- you walked into frame <laughs> yeah it's some like Marriott hotel yeah really yeah, in the basement <laughs> yeah. Yes. yeah yeah it is incredible yeah. we like um, Layla McQueen let's uh, turn up the juice turn up the juice and see what shakes loose right. yeah because I think that was like not quite the quote it wasn't quite the Beatles yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah, and even that I can get into. Katya said, "I think an all stars Happy Hunger Games bitches" mm-hmm. as a nod to chat. Right, right. But I think she translated it wrong, and I think what she said was like, um, "I'm happy the games are hungry." Like that's kind of what it translated to. I right, think. right. She talked about it on one of her reviews, which is so funny. Yeah, and in a way, it's like, okay, I guess that makes I sense. Too. That's fine. Yeah, it's yeah, kind yeah, of warm yeah. brand for Katya to like not quite perfectly translate Russian. Right, sure, it's sure, kind of better. Sure, right, sure. it's fitting. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I feel that. <laughs> So there's some really, I mean, I, I love a good entrance, but, um, yeah. those were all fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they were fine. Yeah. I mean, at this point, these Queens all, they know how they to know do what this. to do. They're all a little bit producers. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. think if there was any, if there was any fail, um, anyone that kind of failed for you? Um, no. And maybe I'm just trying to be like nice, nice. and like, oh, they all did great, you know, <laughs> but like, that's just trying to be a camp counselor about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I have, I've reserved any judgment of Queens. I'm like not excited by you know what i mean like not to like oh i hate that queen but just like mm, not my kind of drag you know if you've experienced drag you um you know if you experience drag race you know you can't make snap judgments this early yeah sure the person at a weak entrance could win the first challenge yeah you never know there's so many queens that have entered and they were like oh okay Mm, all right kind of forgot about her and then it's then jinx monsoon wins you know plus drag drag race fans are like total fair weather friends Mm -hmm. where they're like 
they're team you until something bad happens to you. And then right. they're like, but that was your girl. And then they're like, no, I hated her. <laughs> really? Because right, right, right. she had her t-shirt on. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, You're wearing it right no, now. No, I hated her. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck her. Yeah. Uh, um, we should just kind of maybe go through some of these. Uh, first was Eureka. Mm-hmm. Another bird look. Oh, just in terms of talking about the looks? Oh, yeah, if you want. Yeah. Phoenix I, rising from yeah, the ashes. Yeah. I love conceptual. Yeah, right. There you go. Yeah, yeah. It was bigger <laughs> than seen, her, so that's great. Yeah. <laughs> We've seen a phoenix before in Trinity K. Bonet. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. Uh, I think there was another phoenix, right? Didn't somebody mention it? Oh, Kennedy Davenport. Kevin da- I mean, I guess technically, yeah, Kevin yeah. Davenport. Did you clock that she was too big for that doorway? I mean, oh. how did she? Yeah, yeah. I mean, she must have ducked. I guess that's right. why they rebuilt a workroom. Right, it was all. <laughs> they just were like, "Eureka's back!" and she's in big heels. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Get some pink paint. Right, gotta do this yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, Asia hair. We talked about. Yeah, she's just stunning. Uh, are those yeah. real teeth? Not. I'm from LA, so I'm like, are those real teeth? In drag, is she wearing a flipper? I'm mm. only asking because they're like stunning. Right. It's like. They're so perfect. I kind of want them to be a flipper. Yeah. 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 You never know. Right. Uh, well, I just love her confidence. I mean, she just seems like one of the adults in the room. Yeah. Totally. We talk about that a lot. Like you know? adults in the room and like who's, yeah, who who's the, you know, who are the ones playing around or like, you know, stirring up dust and who are the ones who are like having serious We're conversations. We're going to like have some educational moments. Yeah. Totally. And the fringe. I mean, it's so right. Oh, she's mm-hmm. fabulous. She's stunning. Yeah. Uh, we talked about Miss Cracker, uh, the Barbie on bath salts. Um you Barbie know. on bath salts. That's fun. Yeah. You're you're the original Barbie. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Now she's yeah. fucking with my shit. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I I just it's like some of these queens out of drag are just built for drag. Mm-hmm. You see them in their confessional and you're like, oh yeah, of course you're a drag queen. What's right. your other option? Right. Right. You know. Right. Right. <laughs> right. We yeah. Talk exactly. About what else Alyssa are you Edwards. Do? Like, like what you're, is tw- you're 26 do? and you haven't gotten a chin yet. <laughs> yeah. Puberty hasn't happened. You know, like I'm like, of course you're doing drag. Right. You have your ears pierced. You're like. Minutes out of drag, you're like, of course. You see, if you saw her out of drag, you said I'm a drag queen, you'd be like, oh, you, you fucking are, bitch. Right. Yeah. And you're gonna look amazing. Yeah. yeah. I hate yeah. how good you're gonna look. Yeah. I yeah. love her. I'm so excited for her. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Biased. Okay. Well, it's it's hot tea right there. Mm-hmm. Um, Yua Hamasaki came in. Yeah. Stunning. Yeah. Stunning. In I think one of, of the first things you said was like, that's a woman. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's a woman out of yeah. drag. Yeah. <laughs> that's been a woman. Yeah. 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 She, I mean, again, when you have this to start with. The finished product better be right. Good. Oh, for sure. Right, right. For sure. When you already look like a, a pretty great drag queen just in the talking head, you better look incredible. Incredible, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I'd say that about like a, a pheromone, I think, was also right. Like that. Where it's just like, oh, totally. I mean, yeah. Stunning, looked, had very feminine features. Right. I don't really yeah. need the makeup. Yeah. You know, it's just kind of extra at that point. <laughs> I, yeah. People like her, like a door mm-hmm. oh, where yeah. their, their <clears throat> drag makeup is bringing out their real features. Yeah. Yeah, like me. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, like some of them, like adore. She she cheats her features more feminine. Mm-hmm. Whereas she has sort of the way her boy style is. She kind of she like vibrates in the middle sometimes. Sure. You know? Right, right. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's very advantageous. They look great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same with Blair. Oh my god, oh. the other one. Yeah, Blair yeah. is ten years old. <laughs> yeah, she's so happy to be visiting the Mall of America. <laughs> and then RuPaul abducted her. Right. And got her some dresses and was like, you're a Broadway queen <laughs> and you're going to be on Drag Race. She totally. really looks so young. Yeah, yeah. she does. Oh, she's, yeah. a chi- she's a child. She's a child. <laughs> she's a chi- yeah. she 21, 22? 22. Yeah. Yeah, 22. I ju- yeah. What a baby. She, her yeah. fa- she looked beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And not to mention, it's a smart move, I think, in a room full of big drag costumes. Mm-hmm. She picked like a period look, mm-hmm. which is a great way to like, you know, if she is a Broadway queen. You got that when you saw her. Right. Yeah. She looked like Sutton Foster um, 
Thoroughly Modern Millie arriving in New York. Oh, yeah. Play. Like she just she's a ingenue yeah, looking world. to make it big. Yeah. Right. right. Impa- it was impactful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she played her story in her. It's style. been revealed that I'm in the episode, and I remember I remember that look. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Yeah. How, oh, I guess we we won't ask. Well, we're gonna find out. Yeah. When does it air? Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. When does this come out? Oh, this. Oh, this? We'll post this tonight. tomorrow morning. Yeah. yeah. Tonight. Tomorrow. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Um, but she looks she looks stunning. Yeah. yeah. Uh, face. Oh my god! Yeah. When you, she doesn't have a lot of makeup on. Oh, oh you can it's tell. I mean, she's just like yeah. a, she's like a, a femi lesbian. Essentially. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't need her to put. She much looks on. like the the wrecking ball video, the close up with the white background. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, we have Monet Exchange came in as mm-hmm. the janitor, mm-hmm. uh, and I love her. Yeah, I, I'm excited. Uh, whenever about her. I see her live, I'm yeah. just dying. Yeah. She is like a New York, she's like a Bob, like yeah. a New York staple. Yeah, that, like, I'm af- I'm afraid of her getting compared to Bob too much. I think that might be her downfall. Yeah, yeah. You know, it it's hard to to miss the the obvious similarities. I yeah. love Bob. I always call anyway, when we talk about um, Monet. I always call her Pretty Bob. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. Oh, poor Bob. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Monet drinks. There's your oh, difference. There's well, there your you difference. Go. There you right. go. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Good, good yeah. to know. Yeah, look what's yeah. in her hand. Monet's yeah. a great lip syncer. I've seen her um, her one-hour show, I think, at Industry here, isn't Yes. Mm-hmm. She's fabulous. Yeah. She's so good. Yeah. yeah. Drag queens like her, the New York queens are always good because in New York, they are like forged in the flames of hell. Mm-hmm. We're like... You have an hour and a microphone, and faggot, you better make it work. <laughs> right, yeah. And, and you, have a, you have a phone booth, get ready in. I mean, you can see on um, Cracker's Instagram, she goes, she gets on the train in those updos and shit. Yeah, sure. yeah. The it, New York queens are like, this is the biggest dressing room I've ever seen. <laughs> the New York queens are just happy to be in a dressing room for the first time in their <laughs> right. life. It's a room. The New York <laughs> queens are like, what's a hanger? <laughs> is this a mirror? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, they're looking for the stray hooks on the wall totally, with the nails. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like who do I give my flash drive to? <laughs> like I don't even know where this is. New York Queens. This is their first time packing suitcases. Yeah, oh, fabulous. right, right. <laughs> really. Uh, uh, Cameron Michaels, the Muscle Queen. Mm. Um, I get nervous when I see a really hot, yeah, Caucasian gentleman. Sure. Because I think it's difficult for the audience to like. Sometimes it's hard for audiences to root for someone who's good looking. Yeah. What, what happened with Pearl then? Like Pearl stayed on. Yeah. You know people, what I mean? I said it's hard for audiences to root. Oh, I see. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And the people that root for you when you're hot also want to fuck you. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, and I that we we talked about that in one episode and there was I think we were quoting you at somewhere talking about like who all here loves Pearl? Who here loves Pearl because you want to fuck her? And that that yeah. was the deciding factor was like it's because she's hot out of drag that you think she's a great drag queen. Yeah. And it it discounts anything she's doing in drag, yeah. right. you know? That being said, when you're a hot guy and you have a great transformation, there's also something to be said for that. Sure, sure. Like, what is a hot guy? It's like a heavy brow, a square jaw. Mm-hmm. Sure. Right. Yeah, to take know. those masculine features and then go so in the other direction. Sure. Yeah. I see that. So, yeah. I don't know. I mean, she's obviously famous for both. Yeah. I, I wonder if Milk is shook. <laughs> oh, shit. Milk's <laughs> right. having his moment in the beginning of Death Becomes Her. He's looking in the mirror, looking at lines. He's right. like, <laughs> he's like, am I passe? Am I not the hot... <laughs> Drag race right, queen right, anymore? Yeah. <laughs> Am I not the one? Yeah. What is that? You soap and water. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not true because sometimes you can be gorgeous out of drag and people still like you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like me. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Trixie Mattel. Right. Trixie Mattel. The original muscle queen. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing with yeah. you. She must be small though because she said she's a muscle queen and she looks as a stature fairly smaller than the other queens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She? yeah. 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 Um, she looked great. She looked short, is what I saw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I hate when people compare us. But the harness and the tattoos and the beautiful makeup gives me princess vibes. 
I, I hear you. Yeah, you know yeah. the princess always mm-hmm. a beautiful makeup, but loves like an edge to yeah. drag. Yeah. Okay. She's one of those queens. I think that people like people you, sleep on her. Yeah. When you look at some of the looks she's done, it's just fucking. People incredible. sleep on her big yeah. time. Oh, yeah. She's amazing live. Yeah. She's great. Um. Oh, Mayhem Miller. Mayhem Miller. I mean, serving Vanessa Williams. I'm glad they said what we in the drag <laughs> fan world think. Finally. Yeah. We okay. all know Mayhem. Mm-hmm. We all okay. know she's like the. Again, she's like here, you know, West in Hollywood in LA, she's in tons of shows. Right, right. So it's just, and, it, and feel like with Delta and Raven and. Um, or Delta Work, Detox, and Morgan. And yeah, Morgan, yeah. Yeah, like all these queens that we know her kind of being either in the same sort of drag family or associated with. It's, it was that feeling of like, well, what are you waiting for? Is, is the reason she wasn't on before, like, what, why would a queen like her not get on, you think? Do you even. Like, you never you know. I yeah. mean, mm-hmm. th- maybe there's someone like you or maybe some, you know, you have to make your own audition video and sometimes making a video that shows you really positively is difficult. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I like making videos. Mm-hmm. When I made my, RuPaul told me my audition video was the funniest one he's ever seen. Oh, wow. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, I was, and I was like, you watched it. You know? <laughs> Thank you. Because <laughs> those videos are a lot of work. Yeah. And okay. sometimes you're sitting there after weeks of recording them, you're like, they might not even watch it. Right. All right. of this, and they might just say, mm, maybe next season. Yeah. And they might get all their queens before they get to mine. Right. Like, right. You know, you never know. Yeah. Um, Calorie Kardashian Williams from New Mexico. How do you feel about this name? I, I don't like names like yeah, that. You're not into those kinds I'm of names. I'm not. I mean, I, I feel like I immediately kind of, and it's, this is my own issue, is like when I hear a name like that, I'm like, oh, I'm not taking you as seriously, which probably isn't fair. What yeah. is the Williams? Because Calorie Kardashian. Mm-hmm. Is it Wendy Williams? I think I feel like she talked about this in her Meet the Queens, but I don't remember what she said. Calorie Kardashian. The Williams mm. seems tacked on. Mm. Mm-hmm. Just be Calorie Kardashian. That makes more sense to me. Right. And it's but. enough to get those two names out and like say Kardashian, oh, yeah. not Kardashian. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not going to ever yeah. say the Williams. I yeah. refuse. <laughs> then again, I work with a drag queen named Bob. So who right. am I to judge? Right, sure. Yeah, same time. There was yeah. one time backstage where Milk was like, yeah, your name is like not even a drag name. And Bob was like, your name's Milk. <laughs> yeah, it was right. so funny. <laughs> yeah. uh, Monique Cart, we love her. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a production, though. Oh, but you know. She's going to be a lot. I'm ready she's for gonna it. She's going to be extra. Yeah, yeah. I'm ready for <laughs> it. She was giving full expressions. Yes. Oh, yeah. And she's giving me RuPaul vibes in the blonde hair with the gold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I felt um, a Jasmine Masters kind of production to her, her as like well. An, her enthusiasm yeah. was like welcome. She had yeah. a lot of makeup on. Mm-hmm. Which obviously I'm here for. Yes. Yeah, like she had the kind of lid where even you know her eye looks open all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, love that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Dusty Ray Bottoms. I know that look. I didn't live. Yeah, well, it felt like less than a lot of the other looks. I didn't live. Yeah, I hear that. Mm-hmm. We love Dusty because of this one video that she has that she did on So You Think You Can Drag for the finale. And it's her lip syncing to a Joanna Newsom song called oh, I Pe- love Joanna Newsom. Peach Plum Pear. And it is brilliant. It's really, yeah. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. I mean, I, I've, I've been a fan of her since seeing that video. Mm-hmm. And she works at Pieces, so I'm like going to Pieces all the time to see her perform. And I, I mean, just love, love what she does. She's not afraid to do something really out there. Mm-hmm. I, you know, some people, if you can sell a lip sync that no one knows, that is, that's an impressive thing. Yeah. 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 yeah, especially something like that where it's like, oh, I would never think of lip syncing to Joanna Newsom. Right. But because of that, that's what's so cool about it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what she brings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, if anything, all the other four New York queens are kind of doing something 
almost kind of like so polished. Right. It's interesting right. to see what she'll bring. It's yeah. Kind of a, yeah. A, I hope yeah, she sticks around long queen. enough to see what yeah. that looks like. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. Five New York Queens. Five. Yeah. That's nuts. It's yeah. a lot. Your odds are good here. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever had a New York Queen not win? Mm. Good yes. Um, in terms of like getting to the top three and not winning. Uh, uh, no. Right. I don't think so. I'm like running through the little Rolodex, but no. Pearl, I'm... but that was after she moved here. She right. lived in Chicago before. Right. Oh, because yeah, I guess I would count her as a Brooklyn mm-hmm. queen because she was sold as a Brooklyn queen. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... Uh, no, I don't think there's New been... New Yorkers a... win. Yeah, when they get to the top three, they they win. Yeah. And yeah, season nine, it was two season New Yorkers. Nine. Yeah. Wow. wow. Yeah. Season four, no New York. Nope. Yeah. The top three. Okay. Yeah. Do you think they get nervous? Do you think that they look around and they're like, all right, all five, the top five is not going to be five New York queens. Right. Well, I mean, think I, they think that. Oh, I mean, yeah. I would feel that. Like, if I was a New York queen in the room for season 10, I'd be like, okay, season eight is Well, it's Bob. like when you're like in the Oscars, right? Mm-hmm. And there's like three best actresses uh, from the same movie. Right. You almost cancel each other out or one of them is like it's just like the front runner. Right. Right. Yeah. And I feel like with five New York Queens, like, yeah, your odds are better, but there's, you're kind of competing with each other. Um, yeah. Compared and within the city, you're going to get ranked by who is the best. New York sure. Queen. Mm-hmm. That's difficult. Sure. And yeah. that happened on season nine, right? Mm-hmm. With Alexis, Aja, think? Sasha. Oh yeah. I mean, I think it's interesting because in season nine, the, the, the New York girls, I think the I think the season Peppermint. ten girls will have a certain view because of the season nine New York girls, you know, because the season nine ones had that song and there was this kind of sense of this is what the New York girls do. Sure. And so I wonder how people will feel now with like five New York queens this season. Club legend art theater. Yes. <laughs> so what is what is their anagram or whatever? Well, I just saw a picture of all five of them and it said "Get Out" on it, and I'm like, like the movie, right? <laughs> and that's six. Of letters. my station. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. Get out of my city! Come on, get out, get out of get out of my uh, my subway station. <laughs> that is their yes. Get out of my subway totally. station. Yes. Uh, cut print Emmy. Right. Yes. <laughs> um. All right. So Vanessa Mateo. Uh, she seems like a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, eloquence. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. She's from New York too. No, Florida. Tampa. Florida. Yeah. yeah. She's Alexis Mateo's drag mm-hmm. daughter, right? Yeah. Florida. Yeah. Um, the Vixen. Oh, we, t- we kind of talked about her. Yeah. Vixen now, from Chicago. The, yeah. the look was a lot. Like, she's wearing a lot on there. Yeah. Obviously, it was like a like a homage. Mm-hmm. The look was a lot. Yeah. The skirt was the city of Chicago, the skyline upside down. Oh, I is think. that what that was? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Not my favorite look, but there's a lot. There's a lot. Um, see how she does. Yeah. I think it's going to be interesting. I mean, obviously, these are snap judgments, but I'm... Uh, yeah, I'm keen to see what the happens. Look is, the look is cool. You, when, when you watch the episode, you'll you know, the you know, you'll see it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll see what becomes of that look. Right. Yeah. Um, Aquaria. Um, oh, that's right. Aquaria. I forgot about her. I mean, beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Probably the most, I mean, even, I guess Eureka is the most famous, but the most like pre-drag race famous. Yeah. Like I've heard her name the most before the show. Yeah. Of like, oh, she's something. But we said that about Aja on season nine. Yeah. I've heard even more about Aquaria than oh, Aja. okay. The yeah. looks. I mean, yeah. I've been, I met Aquaria like three years ago at a, diner like the middle of the night and uh i let her follow on instagram her looks are so diverse Mm -hmm. and she's so pretty that really like pretty and thin everything every look works on her right yeah it's an easy it's an easy form to put a dress on too sure yeah yeah also her confessional look is like bowl cut with a turtleneck yeah I know. I know. I was like, these people are gay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> these people are really yeah. gay. Yeah. It's a gay like, season. And I'm here for it. Yeah. Like, obviously, I'm so, I, I mean, I want everybody to be gay. I mean, but 
it's gay. He's yeah. like English professor at Sarah Lawrence but College said, gay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. Oh my god. That's a good drag name, Sarah Lawrence College. <laughs> yeah. Right. When she said, My name is Aquarian, I'm a superstar. I was like, Oh, drag race is taking a turn. Yeah. Yeah. Drag race people are people are beginning to do drag to do drag race. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No one, people don't start singing to American Idol. But people start drag to do drag race. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's starting to feel like. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Not in a bad way. It's starting to feel like it's a snake eating its own tail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? it, the people are, their drag references are other drag queens instead of old, you know, or, or women yeah. or, you know. Like women? Like women. Yeah. Like women? <laughs> like women. What does that look like? Um, you know, but yeah, instead of like movie stars or fashion or whatever, it's just like, oh, yeah. you're being inspired by Season three. I mean, yeah. no one starts cooking because of Top Chef. No one starts right. sewing because of Project Runway. But people start drag because of Drag Race. Yeah. Well, yeah. you made a sandwich because you wanted a James Beard Award. Right. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Right. Completely. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, we, we should wrap up soon. Well, I, yeah, think I guess we, that's probably it. Yeah. We, I think there's covered. there's one topic that I think that maybe we could just queen out a bit. Maybe this will be our capper. Yeah. Yeah. Tammy Brown. Oh, I live. Uh, yeah. We are like Tammy are you Brown. Team Tammy? Oh yeah. yes, yeah. yeah, totally here for whatever she's doing. My favorite Tammy Brown thing is there is this. Per- there, I I I talk about this video all the time, and my I yeah, I love to analyze what I think's happening. <laughs> she has this lip sync at Dreamgirls of "Be My Lover" by Labouche, and she's wearing this like big what what this like um. This, this neck piece, this I wanted this like oh, Elizabethan like, yeah, collar. Yeah, That's yeah. what it is. This big Elizabethan collar, some little top, and then you know just like uh, fishnets, <laughs> and she's having this emotional journey on on Earth and other planets to this song. It is so good. It is. I'm like, what's? Ha- I know what she's doing. She to me is like my litmus paper of like when someone says they don't get Tammy, I'm like. We're done here. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, right. I yeah. can't. I don't. Shouldn't have to convince you why she's great. Right. Yeah. It's right. Just, just get it or you don't get it. Ugh. That's all it is. And like yeah. her Instagram is Planet Tammy. That tells you everything you need <laughs> mm-hmm. to know. Right. Yeah. You are. You are leaving Earth to get. Yeah. On you her are plane. a visitor on this planet. Yeah. Excuse your mouth. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> right. And she's the only person to be. I don't, I don't know if the word the word is like she knows who she is, mm-hmm. and she's wasn't even going to let RuPaul tell her who she was. Right. So, but, yeah. Yeah, that was, I mean, yeah. that moment. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's fabulous. Incredible. Yeah, she is, I mean, I feel like of all the Drag Race queens, I mean, it it may not be the kind of marketable Drag Race brand kind of queen, but like she's doing something that I don't see anybody else doing. Yeah, well, RuPaul said in interviews, he said that um, in the first inter- in the first season, he had to fight for her. Oh, I think I've heard that. He said in interviews that when they were casting, he had to fight for her because people didn't see what RuPaul saw. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I love that it was like <laughs> important to include Tammy in season one. She's, a, she's just legendary, like yeah. iconic. And she's so iconic even now that when you go back and watch season one, you're like, she goes home second? Right? Right. right. Wow. Right. Yeah. Because now she's still so, I mean, in the drag world, everyone knows her. It's so memorable. Mm-hmm. So, the word is weird. It's yeah. just weird. Right. Uh, and right. it's just right. And she believes it. She does something in drag that like Sharon Needles does where – she believes it. Mm-hmm. Whether or not you like it, she believes it. Yeah, and I think that's the key. Is like it's so weird, but it's so lived yeah. in, and oh, it's yeah. so true for yeah. her. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen the meme of like the? Um, it's like police, stop, don't move, and then it's me, and it's Tammy Brown doing like the little shoulders. <laughs> 
She's such an icon. She's amazing. She's so funny. Oh, yeah, we love yeah. her. She called me the other day telling me that she was interested in learning more indigenous languages. That's what she said. Yes. And I was like, work. Yeah. And then she's that. making and selling these handmade dolls. Have you not seen like, these? She, no. no, she's like going to make them. She makes rag dolls. I believe they're oh. called drag dolls or like I dolls by so. Tammy or something. Wow. She makes these rag dolls by hand, hand painted, hand sewn, everything. Can wow. We, can she we makes them these? for people. So people are like, I want a, I want a doll of this person or whatever. And if uh, you go to her Instagram, I mean, these are her little rag dolls. She makes them. Oh. So cute. She makes them all by hand. Oh, look at that little. What oh, other drag queen little face. is lip syncing to be my lover and making rag dolls? <laughs> Thank you. That's, I, I mean, what else sums up Tammy she Brown? Wins. In that? She yeah. wins. I, mean, I like, you know, I'm a huge super fan of like Katya and Tammy. So obviously I like my drag queens just left of center. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. And right. she is just, she's so special. Yeah. Oh, I man. agree. Yeah. Well, oh, I fuck. Mean, I, I can't believe. Thank you so much. Yeah, of course. This has been awesome. I, you know, I, I think you guys have the best. Um, you guys appreciate drag. And when you watch the program, you root for us and you criticize us, but always in a place of you love drag. Yeah. Oh, we love it. Yeah. And we love yeah. you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. This was, this was like a thrill. Yeah. For us. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. It's really great. And no, of course, our listeners probably already know, but just in case, how can they find you, follow you? Oh, you can find me at, at Tricks and Mattel on every platform. Mm-hmm. You can find me on the homepage of iTunes. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Yes. And you can find <laughs> me in over like 40, 40 some cities, all of the United States, doing my tour at Tricks and Mattel now with Moving Parts. That's right. Yes. You'll be back in New York early May, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And you can find me every Wednesday on the Trixie and Katya show on Viceland. That's Fabulous. Right. That's right. Uh, so, Marys, if you have any thoughts on Trixie Mattel, on season 10 looks, uh, anything at all, uh, even if you want to gag about how amazing uh, Trixie's album is, you can reach out to us on Twitter at AllRightMary or find us uh, uh, by email at AllRightMaryPodcast at gmail.com or find us on the web at AllRightMary.com. Uh, and if you want to take your uh, dedication to All Right Mary to next level and become a Matreon, which is, of course, our subscribers uh, to our bonus episodes every week, uh, you can head over to patreon.com backslash All Right Mary. We're uh, doing uh, Romy and Michelle's High School Reunion. Yes, which we just cleaned out this episode. So yes. that will be coming out, I think, also tonight. Yes. Um, and, of course, as usual, if uh, you like what you're listening to with Season 10 about to begin, maybe you want to head over to iTunes and let potential Marys know that this is a podcast worth recapping Season 10 with. It's great. It's the best one. Oh, thanks, oh, Mary. Really. Oh, oh, thank it's you. the best one. Thank we you. are so honored you're a Mary. Yeah. I mean, Can really. We make one final request. What? Can you say all right, Mary, for us? All right, Mary. <laughs> oh, I'm <Yeah>. done. Yeah. <laughs> well, done, all right. You I, know who says Mary all the time? Ginger Minge. Oh, oh, Ginger Minge does. that Southern Queen thing. She's mm-hmm. like, well, all right, Mary. All right, Mary. That it's, makes me feel good. Yeah. Good. It's very like you do you. Yeah. 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 All right, Mary. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, Marys, this has been a hoot. Ugh, it's been incredible. Fabulous. Thank you again. Of course. Thank you. And um, we will see you all either for uh, our Hot Takes episode of uh, the first episode of season 10, uh, Nuance, or Matreon. So check out iTunes for where we're popping up next. All right, Mary. All right, Mary. I don't know. I kind of bumbled that one. Sorry. Right. We'll see you later. Which you can rely Wonder why you wind it when you're running out of time Sometimes there's a danger of choking on the parts No one gave a warning to the breaking of your heart Pick up all the pieces and go back to the start Never losing, only using all your moving